0: Previously on Puffwa Exchange. Welcome to the Puffwa Exchange, everybody. I'm Ryan.
1: And I'm Jen. On Yay. the
0: Puffwa Exchange, we are <laughs> going to branch out into many different areas. Buffy. Firefly. We're doing.
1: Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar
0: Galactica. I would love to do West Wing. Can we do The Office? You know, one week we may do a commentary on Heroes. Next week we may come back and discuss. Mr. Darcy. Darcy. I said
1: Darcy. You, you said Darcy. I not. Jen
0: just but developed a speech impediment. I think we should just discuss the uh, effects of Frito from Godfather on modern literature and We TV may do that, things. and I would I would join in in that discussion if I had any idea what the hell Richard was talking about. He may come back and discuss those infomercials that play on the Sci-Fi Channel at 3 o'clock in the morning with the guy with the bald spot who goes on and on about the damn food processor. Set it and forget it? Yeah, and the blonde woman who's like, tell me how it works! Like, she's not being paid $18,000 to stand there and look like a cat's head. <laughs>
1: Can't forget Farscape. <laughs> Uh,
0: Canaveral? What about when he scams out of the stock market all that He month? didn't scam it out. He didn't. Yeah, know. yeah, he did. He got the insider tip. No, he, then he did And he got dollars did you even watch the episode?
1: I just want to know how naive his family has to be for him to be like, yeah, I've got a paper conference in India this week.
0: Claire, I've taken care of everything. Believe me, I work in the paper business. This scene right here demonstrates the need to have a prenup.
1: That's a puppet.
0: Yes, <laughs> P.S. That is not an actual actor.
1: What's a kid going to learn? from someone who decided his best option in life was to become a teacher.
2: The Da Vinci Code. I read the books and went, oh, that's a nice story and put it down.
3: Everybody knows that people in Texas don't have perfect teeth.
2: If
1: they have teeth at all. I make kids wonder. I make them question. I make them criticize. I make them apologize and mean it. You're crazy, but I'll watch your kid anyway for free like I always do even though I'm a non-character. Even
0: though the mob is looking for you and your kid. Yeah, but Micah can get her free pay-per-view though.
1: I make them write, write, write. The next thing I know, I'm having all these off the wall comments. So do you beat yourself to get rid of your sin?
0: <laughs> he's like, you need to let your father go. He died 10 minutes ago. He has a bow tie.
1: I make a goddamn difference. Now, what about you?
0: Pilot's very militaristic and that's why he's like, attention. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Later on, he's like, good day.
1: Hello. Incoming Hi.
0: fleet, prepare for Starbucks
1: mm. I personally don't want to get busy amid buckets of pine salt. <laughs> really? Nothing turns me on like the smell of ammonia.
0: O'Brien is just a yutz in this episode. He breaks the outbreak. (laughs) And Kira is in with the orb, like, "Mm, mm, mm."
1: (laughs) My generation is more colorblind. Please tell me my destiny. I'm a kid with a soccer ball. (laughs) The race riots in L.A., I don't remember. I don't remember the O.J. Simpson trial. And Dargo has a headband. (laughs) It makes him feel pretty. Breaking Dawn, I was there at the bookstore at midnight to get my copy of the book.
0: He's standing there looking down at the screen, talking to Spock. I'm like, all Spock could see was your crotch. He's naked. (laughs)
1: There were girls there that I swear they could not have been older than nine or ten. Their moms had read the first three books with them and thought this next book is going to be just like it. No, I think there's a very good horror writer trapped in this woman who is longing to get out.
0: He would be jello on the side of the wormhole. There's no (laughs) way that thing was built to sustain this.
1: (laughs) When they lean against the shuttle, it like caves in. (laughs) (laughs) This thing was made of plywood. (laughs) There are a lot of very graphic sex scenes in a lot of fan fiction and you go back and you look at these authors profiles and they're like 15 and 16 years old and if this is what you think sex is like we as a society are going to have a big problem
0: three two one click
2: hey you stupid thing start
0: why don't we go (laughs) to the main
4: menu And now, the Pufwa Exchange.
2: Hey everybody, this is P.S. This episode is divided into three parts, much like Gaul. The first part is a discussion of Battlestar Galactica held during the soundcheck of Pufwa 98 while we were waiting for Gen 2. This section contains spoilers through mid season 2.5 for BSG and mild spoilers intended for new viewers for the rest of the season. The second part is an exchange discussion of Battlestar Galactica and Doctor Who going up through the end of season 2 of Doctor Who and the beginning of season three of BSG through Exodus Part One, again with intentional light spoilers for both shows' third seasons. The third part is a commentary of the BSG episode Lay Down Your Burdens Part Two, the second season finale. This contains spoilers for all of BSG, so don't listen until you've seen it all. Happy listening!
0: Yes, I just have to ask you here, because obviously MD pointed out the fact that there's an election coming up at the end of the season, so you're convinced it's going to be Rosalind versus...
2: I thought you meant an election in real life, and I was like, this happened yesterday.
0: Yeah. All right, so it's going to be Rosalind versus, what did you predict? Rosalind versus Zarek. Rosalind wins, then dies. Sure. Okay. Now, y- just a little fun fact. So the season ended, and they had a two-hour final episode. It was actually a two-parther, but it aired like one hour a week for two weeks. And in the last, like, 11 minutes of the season two finale, something happens, okay? And <laughs> Well, they I don't you
2: know I don't think she'll die. How can she die? How can they keep continuing on after she dies?
0: Well there's like forty seven other people on the show, but whatever. So something happens in the last eleven minutes of the season two finale. And it doesn't end on like a to be continued, but it's spell circle it always ends on like a to be continued. And the next episode wouldn't come out for eleven months. The season three premiere came out eleven months later, and they polled the fans like on all like the different websites, and they ha- they had what they called like live frack parties when they all watched the episodes together, and they asked people, "What did you think of the season two finale?" And because of the last eleven minutes, it was like ninety four percent of the fans hated the season two finale. Like it was it was they said the Joe sh- show jumped the shark. They're not going to watch season three. That was awful. It ruined the show. It, terrible, terrible, terrible. Once season three comes out, like the first few episodes, everyone thought they were the best episodes of the show that the show ever had. And when you pull people now, what was the best point in the entire series? They say the season two finale.
2: Wow. Yeah, just... I, 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 I'm, I'm steering clear of that one. And okay. I'm just telling you, steer clear of Who fandom. Just don't get involved. I'll be yeah. your intermediary. <laughs>
0: well, there you go. But all I'm pointing out here is if you watch the season two finale and you think it sucks, just remember that.
2: Okay, I will.
0: All right. Where the hell is Gentoo? I can't See, hear See, the
2: anything. thing with this is I love, is I love not having to wait. See, this is the good thing. I mean, I wait until something is finished and then I don't have to wait like a year between episodes.
0: If you finish by January, there is a Galactica um, pre- uh, sequel or prequel series, I should say.
2: It's not finished
0: yet. What well, isn't finished yet? Is
2: is it not fi- it, it, it's not finished yet? I thought it was is it finished?
0: Galactica is finished. There okay. is a prequel that is coming out in um it's coming out in January. The pilot episode it got a one season pickup on Sci-Fi. The pilot was already actually released on DVD and I think it aired. I don't know if... No, it didn't air. It was released on DVD and they're going to air it again in January. The show is called Caprica and mm. it's set um 50 years prior to the fall of the colonies. And
2: Oh, that sounds interesting. I, it, I'm really interested in their society.
0: And it's about two families. Um I forget one of their names. Uh... Whatever the hell the first family's name is. And the other family is the Adams family. And um, mm. you find out that um, Papa Adams is from Toron. And he's like a poor immigrant from Toron who built himself up to be a lawyer. And um, he has an 11-year-old son named William. Hmm. And he t- and he takes back the old Toran name, and his last name is Adama. So it's about Adama's father. Um, Bill's in it. He's like eleven years old, and it's about the creation of the Cylons.
2: Oh, that sounds interesting.
0: So it's so the pilot's See, that, actually.
2: That is why he can't be a Cylon.
0: Not that you're aware of, but keep watching. Oh,
2: come on! Ma- I almost called you Mike.
0: I know you did. There's a- Honestly, anyone can be a Cylon.
2: But he existed prior to fifty years ago. Like he mm-hmm. definitely existed. Like, mm-hmm. he can't, and you're just going, you're just, mm mm-hmm, but...
0: Well, you don't know the plot lines of Caprica. The plot lines of Caprica involves... Oh, is pa- he a
2: robot child?
0: Well, it involves... He is a,
2: he is it a Cylon. Involve,
0: No, it involves... The, the plot line of Caprica involves a parent losing a child and creating a Cylon replica. So, oh,
2: my God. Okay, he is a Cylon.
0: Well, I'm glad Obama
2: is a Cylon. I'm glad
0: you've now taken both sides of the issue. So, moving on... <laughs> I just call
2: him Obama again. Damn, I keep drinking that. Oh,
0: God, that. yeah, you gotta stop doing that. <laughs> <it. laughs>
2: Okay, anyway, now I think he's a Cylon. I bet he's the last one they show.
0: You should be able to tell me something interesting about the Cylons by Season 3, Episode 4.
2: So is this something interesting? Is it like
0: you're gonna be they, like huh is it
2: like they all have brown eyes like one no, of those you're, you're gonna be
0: looking at the cylons and you're gonna be like okay who's a cylon you're gonna be going through I the list and you're sure gonna be like
2: is it no but i mean is it on, something like, two, that? Is it like a, a, a similarity between them all like they all their names all end with vowels or something
0: no but you're up the right you're jumping up the right tree gen 2 can you hear us
2: their names is it their names
0: they don't have names gen 2
2: it's the numbers what about is it about their numbers?
0: You're gonna look at them and you're gonna be like, This is either weak writing or I'm on to something. And the the correct answer oh. is you're on to something.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And then you're gonna be like, Okay, that's weird. What are and the then,
2: numbers? What are the numbers of the ones we know?
0: Uh Leo is a two. Uh Deanna is a three newspaper lady. Mm-hmm. Um Simon, the black guy, is a four. Uh oh, sorry. Doral, nope. Uh, Doral, the guy from the um, mini series who wears the crazy collar coats. He's a five. You know, six and Sharon. What an number is Sharon? She's eight. an eight.
2: Hmm. So does it have something to do with the numbers?
0: That will have something to do with part two of the question. When you figure out the thing that's kind of weird about the Cylons, you're gonna be yeah. like, then you're gonna look at the numbers and you're gonna be like, so it's the, even the
2: order of the numbers. Is it the order of the numbers?
0: I actually think the order of the numbers may be the order in which they may have been created the models I think but I actually that, but don't they, hold they, don't hold they, me to that. I actually don't know if that's correct. I think the order of the numbers is the order they were created
2: but it doesn't it doesn't really mean anything because they can look any age. It's not like
0: yeah um, and they
2: they put them places different times I mean if but see hmm so like like what my point is like okay, if Sharon is an eight. So let's say she was like creative, created like Mm -hmm. around the time that she joined up. So she's been in the thing for like a few years. What do
0: you mean joined up?
2: Like when some entity known as Sharon joined the military. Okay. Because they don't do they like age? I mean, like are they? That's a very
0: good question. That's actually. Does she
2: have parents? Like, are there a Mister and Mrs. Valeri that thought they had a baby named Sharon? No, but no, but
0: Sharon thought she had parents named Mister and Mrs. Valeri. So, like, there was actually an episode where I think you found out that her parents, like, died in this explosion or whatever. Okay. The Cylons, the Cylons blew up the city to plant Sharon there. Okay. Yeah, so she thought, Sharon thought she had parents. And I actually don't know if Deanna you know what it is, Deanna? They never tell you if she knew she was a Cylon. Actually, no, she was, She had to have been because she sent the She signal. knew she was a
2: Cylon because she took, yeah, she, she, I mean, I think the whole point of her little thing was because she was a Cylon.
0: Yeah, she had to send the um, signal, so you're correct. Mike, are you here? Uh, cast. I guess no. It's a Galactica cast. So, yes, yeah, so you now know six of the Cylons.
2: Right, so that's six of twelve because uh-huh. there's one for each colony. Okay. That's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. Or is that not actually? Is that just a random number? Does is there have anything to do with the fact that there's twelve Cylons and twelve colonies?
0: Do you want me to answer the question?
2: I would say yes, if there's something to do with it, but you don't have to tell me what it is.
0: I'm not going to answer the question because if I answer, because part of the show, like we were all watching it, trying to figure out the answer to that, so I don't want to like spoil the guessing game for you. Okay. But the identity of the Cylons is very important. The president's one, I bet. Okay.
2: Shut up, Mike. You don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> no, you should. You should. Fi- you should see who they people thought were Cylons. I had a whole list going at one point who I thought were Cylons. Like they were getting down to um, Captain Kelly, the guy who was third in command of Galactica. I thought he was a Cylon for a while. Um, <laughs> like every like the list of people that you There's thought were Cylons. There's
2: people I'm scared are Cylons. Like who? You know that I don't want to be Cylons. With well, people like I like, I don't want to be Cylons. I don't want Callie to be a Cylon. I don't want okay. Ty to be a Cylon.
0: Okay.
2: I don't think Ty can be a Cylon he's too old.
0: Okay. I love but, Doc, I mean, H- I love Doc I mean, Coddle, they, by the way.
2: Would, would they do that? Like, would they make a person that was old and, like, have planted a 20-year-old man
0: what or something? Mean? I don't understand Because he can't
2: eat. Okay, when the Cylons were invented 50 years ago.
0: The C- Okay, here's the setup. The Cylon War was 40 years ago. Okay. An armistice was declared. At the time, the Cylons were the Centurions. And okay, armistice- so
2: they, they weren't humans then?
0: No, the Cylons, th- this was new this time. That was okay. why everyone was shocked that the Cylons look like us now, because they okay. didn't before. So somewhere after the First War, the organic Cylons were created.
2: Okay. So wait. So that means when he makes a Cylon to replace his kid, it's all robotic and metal.
0: He. It was the creation of the robots. Was okay. The thing. Yeah. I'm not gonna. It was the creation of the first Centurions. Is the plot of Caprica.
2: All right. So Anyway. Anyway. anyway my point is like. I, I guess I just am trying to get to the bottom of did they age or not. Like, when you say that they, they, they don't, blew up this city to plant um, Sharon, like, was she, you know, a child or was she an adult?
0: No, this is within the last few years. Okay. This is maybe five or six years ago. So it's they, not
2: like they plant children's Cylons. They don't really...
0: What, they... they Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of a way of that... Like, some of the older Cylons that you know now look like they're in their 40s. Mm-hmm. Or at least I think. Like, like uh, Lucy yeah. Lawless is in her 40s. I mean... She could have been created on the same day as an eight, which is Sharon. They mm-hmm. do, Like, obviously, they did the thing where the actors have aged, so did the silence age? Well, they, they have to. But Yeah, if one well,
2: my, I mean, that, that's not necessarily my point. I mean, that's like saying, does the doctor age? No, the doctor's not supposed to age, but the actor's aging. But I mean... Right like what I get what I'm getting at is like if they if they made a, a child Cylon like let's say we made a, a cylon child
5: mm-hmm. or like
2: a cylon in the form of a five year old kid would it grow up or would it stay like five years old forever, assuming that we don't have to worry about the actor growing up
0: well, it, the part about making a cylon child is one of the plots of the show
2: but it's a baby, I mean it's half human
0: Cylons, if you'll know this, can't create their own children
2: so they don't age.
0: But Cylons don't. Cylons, the plot of the show at the point you're at is the Cylons cannot sexually reproduce.
2: But they can reproduce with humans, but the kid's still half human.
0: That is the only. If you remember from the farm, they were like doing all the experiments on the women.
2: Mm hmm. Oh, what did they do to Kara?
0: They removed, I think they removed her ovary.
2: What? I thought, ew, ew.
0: They, 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 they removed parts of her. But here's I the thought thing. They wanted she- her to
2: have kids.
0: Caprica sharon is the only cylon to this point that we are aware of who has gotten pregnant
2: because it's because of love i mean isn't
0: that, it? that that's basically what they were going for it's because that that was the only now is that because god wanted them to have a baby is that because you know love is part but she is the only one who has been able to reproduce but what will a cylon, what will a cylon human hybrid be like and that's something that Laura is very concerned of, what happens when this baby is born. Like, if Laura had her way, she would order that the baby be aborted. Because Laura is very concerned, what does that, is that a uh-huh. bad thing for the human race?
2: Right. Okay, so I have a question. Okay. 12 colonies, 12 constellations, does that mean Earth is um the Serpent Bearer? The I, actually,
0: I do not know oh, the answer you, to that oh, question. Just... I do not know the answer to that question. The thing with the constellations, obviously, that was a little bit of creative thing because you can't see all the constellations from the same point on Earth. But, well,
2: maybe you could. You could thousands of years ago.
0: That you could, That was I mean, kind thing of that was that, that was that was creative license. Just, oh, because, okay, I, but, I was
2: wondering if the shift, if the the fact that the, they shift has anything to do with each other. Because like, for example, I mean, like since the times the since of the time of the zodiac that there's a new one in it because it's shifted. Like since the time of ancient Greece.
0: I don't think that was a plot point when they did that. What they were trying to show was that here is the direction of Earth in mm-hmm. oh, this and. The question then that a lot of fans had, a question a lot of fans had, was if the thirteenth tribe went to Earth, and that was a representation of what you know the colonies would look like standing on Earth, and the star patterns would look like standing on Earth. How did that knowledge get to Kobol, if Kobol was where you was the starting point and Earth was the destination?
2: Mm -hmm. That's is that is that a plot point or is that just something people thought
0: that is an interesting question that when you watch the whole show, you can probably come up with a reason why. But that's bizarre. Okay. Because it's like, it's like having a piece of the finish line at the starting gate, how to get there.
2: Mm. Okay.
0: So you're oh. predicting that Laura will defeat Tom Zarek in the presidential election? By, yeah. what, by what margin?
2: By a lot, because she has the religion card now.
0: Okay. Yeah, your prophet Laura. That was pretty good. So, do you feel the urge to write yet? No. Okay. What would it take to get you writing?
2: I need to see all of it, I think, at this point. I don't know. Because it's so... Because, like, the thing is, I mean, with Who, it's, like, more episodic stories, so it's easier to kind of stick your leg in the door. Yeah. Um. So, that's partially why that jumped out at me, and also characters... I don't you really could, have that much of a big hold on you, characters yet, and you it's can, so... Yeah,
0: you can probably do a lot with the character. Like, you know how with Harry Potter, everyone was excited for Deathly Hallows to come out, because then fan fiction could, like, jump alive, and then by the time Deathly Hallows came out, everyone was like, oh, okay, we're pretty satisfied with the way she left it. Like, you could go into the 17 years and the 19 years, and you could do... So- There's a lot of opportunity in Galactica, once the show is over, to do side stories and to mm-hmm. to do
2: different That's, things. Yeah, but I think I need to see all of it because it's like yeah. because it's all there. Like I imagine like if we had big weights during seasons and if I was watching it as it was airing I might, you know, get a little bit more bitten. Oh, it, it
0: there was it was actually funny. One of the like the podcasts that made me want to start um B S G is a podcast called um the Galactica water cooler and I, and they um, were spoiler free. So there were spoilers for upcoming episodes online, but they wouldn't check any of them out. So they put a warning at the beginning of the podcast that, you know, we, you know, we are spoiler free and we will not discuss anything that is not on, you know, that is not part of any, you know, recently broadcast episode. The last of which was in the last episode at the time that came out was called crossroads part two. It took so long for the next episode to come out that they had their listeners like, call in and say crossroads part two because they were tired of saying it. So like there, there's, there's huge, huge gaps between the episodes. It's, it gets really bad. And the thing that really sucked is in the last season, they were going to do, I think the fourth season all in one go and then the writer strike happened. And Ron Moore, you should listen to it. Ron Moore, um, he created Star Trek Keep Space Nine and he was the executive producer of this show. And he's the one that, that he and his wife will, you know, just they'll do commentaries of the episodes and he's a really thoughtful guy he's a really smart guy and he'll, they'll do the commentaries of the episodes and he'll be in his living room drinking scotch and smoking yakking with his wife while he's watching the episode and, like the phone's ringing and there's a Jehovah's Witness of the Dorans he leaves it all in so it's kind of like a puffwa episode <laughs> listening to him do the thing is this it, the
2: one with the chicken
0: which one with the chicken
2: oh where, the f- oh gosh it was a million years ago it may even have been the first puffwa I ever listened you said there was some podcast where they were recording an episode and there were chickens running around or something.
0: And there were chickens running around. I like, think th-
2: chickens <sighs> got loose, and they were chasing them in the backyard. No, the,
0: no, I think that was a Babylon Five one. I think okay. like, a chi- like a chicken attacked the guy right as he was doing. Yeah. Naming, it was okay. Here's something. something. Okay.
2: All right. I've done the twelve constellations. There are twelve apostles. Mm-hmm. Does that is that anything to do with anything? I mean, am I just I'm just pulling out twelve things? You're, th-
0: you're thinking in the right way. I'm looking for twelve. I'm, you're I mean, looking for 12. I
2: noticed they say Jesus
0: they actually don't there was an ad lib in um the first episode or the f- it was in the mini series where michael hogan who plays Ty, ad lib jesus christ he wasn't supposed to say that
2: okay i was <laughs> there is
0: actually cuz cuz they they are not from earth so you know to
2: see i mean it's things i mean i'm reading things into things
0: yeah the jesus christ thing has they said. they
2: say jesus and they say things like like there's things they do, say was
0: that when you thought they said jesus or
2: that's what I mean. I I, I remember
0: yeah. somebody he
2: sh- said he, Jesus.
0: He, he said Jesus, but they are not from Earth, so yeah. it is odd. All it, right,
2: it if a- it was a mistake.
0: That was a mistake. That was an ad lib by the actor who didn't realize he said it and they forgot to cut it. Okay. Um There's an episode coming. up, They also up too. they
2: say different. I mean, there's things they say that are like from Earth sayings. You know, oh, like Shakespeare sayings and stuff. Like you know? what? Like what? I don't know, but I mean, there's stuff that I, I've definitely There's only
0: one it. thing that I, there's only one thing I can think of that they do say, which you actually haven't heard yet. A character says pound of flesh. Two, actually two characters over the run of the show say pound of flesh. And during the podcast, for the first time it was said, the writer said, you know what? I had a lot of trouble leaving that in there, but I could not think of any other expression to put in okay. that would convey pound of flesh, but. It is, yes. Like, there's an episode where they talk about abortion, and the character refers to it as a woman controlling her body, which isn't the way we usually Mm -hmm. phrase it. So, it it is a different civilization. I mean,
2: there's things I can believe as being common. Like, I think they would have had some, like, you could say they would have had some writer that would have coined as many words as Shakespeare did, and they may have been the same words because they're speaking English, or at least they're speaking English so when you you would write as though they are speaking English.
0: Um think of it a little bit more
2: um No but it's, it's like when you have have a show that's taking place in a in a place where they're I mean if they're speaking a foreign language you're going to write it in English and you're going to write it as if they're st- speaking english you're going to use english phrases but i think right. when you have things that are explicitly cultural it's
0: most of confusing. the s- mo- most of the stuff um is unintentional although wouldn't it be interesting if for example Rosalind started spouting shakespeare Yes. How how would she know Shakespeare? That's a not, That's not. A, don't think of that as a mistake. Think of that is is that an actual plot point? Why the hell is Rosalind? Conner I was see.
2: I was thinking of Jesus yeah. as a plot point. I was wondering why they were saying Jesus if they. Yeah, J- Jesus if they was enforced. Gent- Get, no, because
0: that yeah, because that was the thing. Because it was literally like I think Michael Hogan's substitute was like Jesus Christ. Because that was just him being.
2: I'm actually glad you said that because. That Because, I mean, I don't know why. I In my head, I think the Cylons are Christian, and I guess if he said Jesus, maybe he's a Cylon.
0: That Well, actually, um, people look at Baltar with his hair, and they're like, he kind of looks like Jesus. <laughs> so, like, that there was actually a, an entire website devoted to the fact that they thought the Baltar was Jesus Christ. I mean, there's different...
2: See, I can't decide whether they're going to come to Earth and, like, start Earth, or they're going to, like, bring modern... Like civilization, Christianity to Earth. Well, or... there is
0: there is an Earth. Earth was the destination so of the thirteenth. If there tribe. is
2: an Earth, then does that mean like is it Earth in English? So, are they coming after the development of the English language? I mean, are they gonna are they gonna show up in modern times, or are they gonna show up in ancient times and like become us?
0: That's all the questions that we had. Because then it's like, do they create Earth and do they create, you know, the Greek mythology and you know the worshiping of the gods? And That's everything? what I was
2: leaning towards. I was thinking they would wind up being the Greeks.
0: But then, if Earth is already there because the Thirteenth Tribe founded it, then who are they? Right. I
2: mean, they had the Greek religion. I mean, I'm pretty confident. I that had this,
0: I had I'm this pretty entire that
2: the Thirteenth Tribe is. The, was the people that started the Greek civilization.
0: Alright, here's one thing to throw out there. All of this has happened before, and all of this will happen again.
2: All oh, of this has happened before. Hmm. I don't know. Because, I mean, the thing is, I mean, it's like Greece, but it's a little not. It's a little wrong. You know?
0: Yeah. There's a very good reason. It, it, the, the, the original See, the series... thing is, I,
2: couldn't, I can't decide whether they're just using the names because it sounds cool, or if It's really... If you're supposed to notice that it's a little wrong.
0: You'll just have to wait and see on that. I mean... There, there were so many. Like, I had this elaborate theory that we on Earth colonized COBOL like a billion years from now and started the whole process. Like, you like.
2: Oh, that's good. You know, like that, we we yeah. started them and then they're coming back All because the they mixed seven, up right, yeah. they mixed up the coming from Earth story as going to Earth.
0: Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of different theories. I will say that the original. Ryan, is that really they are our ancestor there from Earth? They're going to Earth. Mike, you have to watch the show, dude, because you're, you, Mike, you would actually like this show. This, you would have lots to talk about with your friends. Kez, I've been on mute this whole time, that I know you have been, but, um, why have you been talking to us? Yeah. Actually, <laughs> oh, we have... here. Well, you must have thought we hated you because we haven't been answering. Um, I just, think you were so wrapped in your conversation, you were ignoring my side comments. Oh no, you've been, you've been on mute the whole time. I haven't uh, heard you
2: say a word for like, Yeah, you've
0: you've been on mute for like literally half an hour, dude. Um, yeah, it's Cause, it's
2: because like that's the, what get me because like I know I mean I don't know whether it's like you know how like whenever you watch something that's sort of sort of based on something that you're an expert on and when it's a little wrong you you notice all the all the cracks and all the holes.
0: The one I'm wondering they,
2: whether I'm noticing the holes in their sto- their religious ugh. traits is because like I'm reading too much into it or if it's deliberate.
0: Tell me a hole in the story.
2: Well, the story about Athena's tomb, like, she threw herself to her death or something. That didn't happen.
0: The Lords of Kobol?
2: Yeah. I mean, like, they're, basically their religion is the names of the Greek gods and a little similar, but not. Like, it's different enough that I'm noticing as somebody who's familiar with Greek mythology. And I'm wondering I, if I'm supposed to notice it or not.
0: I would say it's not a plot mistake. Okay you know what it was you're going to the show do, the show does a lot of things where they they leave a lot of things unanswered mm. which is a good thing because right. they hint to you they they hit they strongly hint how it ends and they strongly hint things to you, but they don't show you everything, which is actually cooler than if they walked you through everything. Okay. It's a, I hope it's so. a, the show, the show has a very satisfying ending. You like right. finish the show. It's not like Star Trek Voyager where they park next to earth and that's it. Like the the show has a very satisfying ending. Um,
2: I mean, I, I like satisfying things. I mean, I don't don't need everything wrapped up because I, I like to think about things, but I don't l- like things left hanging. I think there's a difference between leaving they things basically, hanging. They
0: basically, y- there's enough. Like, I'm going to put it to you this way. I was watching, I watched the whole show. I watched the last episode with both Jens. And actually, let me just see what Jen 2 is saying right here. Mike, I'm just thinking, I'd like to postpone this until we do get Gen 2 here. Is that okay with you? Oh, hold on, Are you guys back? One second. Yeah, oh, okay. We
2: never, um, we, we never
0: went anywhere. We never went I watched the last episode of the show with, Jen, with both Gen. with heard somebody say my name. Oh, uh, Mike, I was just saying, Gen 2 is oh. having awful issues right now. And we get death with swine flu. Do you mind just postponing this one? I know you really want to be in this one and I know you want her there. So I don't want to, like, do a half-assed job of it. Is that cool with you?
2: I like dropped
0: said. oh okay well. he
2: didn't drop he's here I can see him
0: well he'll be right back um so the th- so I watched it with them and I'm like okay well that's okay okay that's a good uh, I really liked the ending I actually wa- watched it with Danielle right away again like the next like it was i I really liked the ending and then I watched um like the third to last episode a couple days later and I had missed a line in it. And that (laughs) now that I read, I heard that line, it like blew the whole ending like open for me and it's that much better. So you can, it's, it's a very satisfying ending. The one thing about the show though is like, remember when you first started watching it, you were saying how like, you know, bad it is and how they're, you know, it's dirty and they're out of supplies and stuff. And I'm like, you think it's bad now? Um, the show gets very, 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 very dark to the point where, like, even like the the producers were like, "We hope you'll stick with us over the next few." We understand.
2: I think I don't mind it being. Dark in this context. I mean, I know I'm really waffly on what I mind darkness in. I think I don't mind it. I wouldn't mind it in this because I know it's dark going in. Like, so I think in the back, in the back of my mind, I'm not letting myself get attached to anybody. the
0: thing but is, the thing is, you is you that haven't you haven't really seen, seen it, it dark yet. yet. You, you,
2: you're going Dalek, if it matters. O-I-M, I mean, it's O-I-M. not only recording this, but I just, like I, I believe in it. Um, um, am I,
0: still am I still Dalek? Yeah. Okay, I'm do? it so let's see. So let's see. Okay. Say when I say, say when, when I stop, being Dalek.
2: like it. He actually got worse.
0: Oh god! Oh god! Am I now? Am I now?
2: Still Dalek. Now. Now. Yep.
0: Whoa! Whoa! whoa. <laughs> Mike is back. Is back.
2: <laughs> Please say exterminate.
0: exterminate. Exterminate.
2: Thank you. Thank you. All
0: right. Have a nap. Have a nap. Still. All right. Um. Hang on. Let me recalibrate, re-calibrate the um. Re-calibrate. The, um yeah. Field emitters, I have no idea. I'm moving the thing back and right forth. You go. Le- let me recalibrate the warp field. Yeah, recalibrate. See, someone's watched Star Trek. How about He's now? He's Star Trek. He's recalibrating the warp field.
2: You sound. See, now you you sound normal, but there's like a fuzz behind you. I'm
0: fuzzy. Yeah. You fine now? How about? Oh, um, okay. Oh, good. Um. What was I saying oh but the y- ending. you know what though it, it it actually gets to the point some in some episodes where it's so dark it's uncomfortable to watch
2: see, I guess I just like I said, I mean I'm going into it knowing that, so
0: and the other thing too is they do kill off a lot of characters
2: you see i'm going into it knowing that too so i'm i think in the back of my mind i'm trying not to get attached to anybody unfortunately
0: they had the one case where they killed someone off and they forgot to tell the actor so the actor is literally reading the script and they die (laughs) and they felt horrible and they had to like call the person and apologize for not telling them in advance that they killed the character but
2: i mean um, i don't wonder like how many how many die i mean like how i mean i know it's a I kind of I'm kind of curious to see who figure out who it ends with.
0: Okay. Um They, they do kill off a lot of people. In one case, the show was filled in Vancouver, and the writing offices were in, um, Los Angeles. I think they were actually at Universal Studios in Los Angeles. They have a writing office there. And Ron Moore. Now, if you see Ron Moore, he's got this huge goatee. He kind of looks like Jesus. And he's this really, he's this really, um, you would like him. He's just a really down to earth guy. He's the head writer. He's sitting in his office. He's got his feet up on the desk and he's writing. And they call him, and they had, they killed off a character. And, they got a call saying you need to get up to vancouver the staff refused the the, the cast refused to film their scenes because they were so pissed that they killed off a character that he had to literally fly up there because they were like rioting on the set and he's like i'm sorry it worked for the show we had to do it like they did this whole but they like the cast because the cast i'm
2: already going into it bitterly knowing that i'm sure my two favorite characters are going to die who
0: are your two favorite characters
2: ty and callie okay But I figure if it's like this, then if they live, I'll be pleasantly surprised.
0: I think it's interesting because I actually didn't like Ty at all at the point that you're at.
2: Mm -hmm -hmm. I bet you didn't start liking him until he died.
0: I won't answer that question, but I did not like (laughs) Ty at at the midpoint of season two so
2: he is kind of a jerk but I like him
0: yeah well Dama Dama digs him too Ellen Ellen digs him but Ellen digs half the fleet Ellen's weird Ellen digs half the fleet so
2: warning this is a warning reminding you that we are about to begin the Doctor Who BSG exchange portion of this episode that means that the following segment will contain spoilers for Doctor Who through the season two finale and spoilers for BSG through the season three episode Exodus part one
0: Welcome back to the Puffer Exchange. I am Ryan.
2: This is P.S. We are...
0: We are, oh, P.S. is look at P.S. She's I'm jumping just over. She's she's so, she's so ex- look how excited P.S. is.
2: I am really I. Holy crap! I'm so excited.
0: All right, we are um doing an exchange between the two of us. I am watching the new Doctor Who, and she is watching the new uh remaster rema. Oh my god! I can't even talk to her. What, what what am I going? <laughs> for? Battlestar
2: Galactica is the name of the television. No, department. it's
0: not remaster. What the hell do they keep it's calling?
2: The it? reimagined series. Reimagined
0: series. I'm watching the re. Uh, okay, let's start the podcast again. Hi, this is <laughs> welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I have had three sips of beer. Welcome back to the Puffo Exchange. This is Ryan. Did I get the name of the podcast right? Why are we laughing yes, at me?
2: You did but I heard I heard you. You said pot. <laughs> you, you were like, this is the pot Puffo Exchange. <laughs>
0: I thought she um. thought I had pot with me. Everybody. <laughs> All right, this is PS over here. She's a little <laughs> there, a moment. I'm
2: drinking. I am drinking Coke Zero.
0: Well, that's disturbing <laughs> that you're in this condition drinking that. All right, PS and I had a bet going. I would watch Doctor Who, the new series, the new 2005 Doctor Who, and she would watch Battlestar Galactica to know what the hell I was talking about. So that,
2: uh, that wasn't the exchange. That was the bet. Was that I would be like writing Bill Saul at this point in the series. I never
0: said bull- Bill Saul. I said that by episode four of season three of Battlestar Galactica, you would be writing something, and you're at episode three. So okay, I've, I've okay, one got, more
2: episode, and we'll see.
0: The next episode that you are going to watch is *Exodus* Part Two, and it was the first episode I think of the show that I watched, and it was so. Epic and big. I watched it like three times that evening at a DVR or something, and I just kept watching it. It was one of those.
2: Uh, uh, so that makes a good time to say that this podcast contains spoilers for Battlestar Galactica through the season three episode, Exodus Part One, and it contains spoilers for Doctor Who through the season two finale. So if you haven't watched those, you shouldn't be listening. Uh,
0: we also have a Purple Exchange episode coming out where we uh, do commentary for the Season 2 finale, Lay Down Your Burdens of Battlestar Galactica, and maybe we'll attach it to this episode. Maybe it'll be coming out shortly, but we do have some more Battlestar Galactica um Commentary on the way. So um I just want to point out that yesterday PS asked me, because I have banned PS from looking up anything online relating to Battlestar Galactica, relating to the Cylons, relating to anything, because I don't want her to be spoiled. So she asked me, Can you please get me a Saul Tie Avatar? Now I knew that as of the season three premiere, Saul has one of his eyes plucked out and is wearing, you know, like an eye patch or whatever he's wearing, or gauze shoved See, in. See, that's the not
2: even an eye patch because I think I think he should have a cool eye patch instead of like a piece of gauze with like. Well, he
0: doesn't. He can't go to Walmart. They have. I know, but stuff. he
2: he needs like a, a- kick-ass pirate ipad but he's
0: got stuff going on but i knew that was coming so i'm like can you wait like one more episode you're like i don't know i've seen him for two years i don't know why i have to keep waiting i'm like
2: (laughs) (laughs) he suddenly sprouts a second head
0: yeah he sprouts the second head so um so so we had i actually
2: prefer to i saw that was quite a traumatic moment for myself Almost as traumatic as seeing that thing on Bill's face and the, Fat Lee.
0: The thing you're gonna find let me ask you this. Where are you in the Ellen plotline? Um, plot line? Because I can't remember what comes of what episode.
2: Um Ellen was brought down into the basement by some really pissed off people, and she's like, Oh, Saul, I was just doing it for you.
0: Did and Saul look Saul at her? Saul like with looks his at
2: line. her like you're absolutely insane. Michael
0: Hogan has this ability on the show with one eye to convey more emotion yes. than half of the cast. That is was awesome
2: Awesome. that was awesome well the
0: thing with that is too and there was actually a seinfeld reference there if you noticed it um ron moore who produces galactica is obsessed with seinfeld and there was a seinfeld episode that involved um i think elaine's boyfriend was copying jerry's sex moves or whatever because he told him once yes 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 and the the the, the,
5: the, the swirl the swirl swirl. so
0: ellen sleeps with um cavill who's a priest which is very gross and um to, to get Saul released from prison and she does the swirl which I thought was kind of interesting. I mean, well, I could understand why they were all pissy at Ellen, because Ellen legitimately would have brought down the entire resistance to save Saul, which is definitely not what Saul would have wanted. I did feel for her, because she wasn't doing it to be a bitch. She was doing it to save her husband.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That—that's. Uh,
0: what that's, were you thinking at the time when you watched it? Were you saying uh, that? Were you Ellen's just- a whore. <sighs> You're just a very angry, angry, angry person, I think. P.S.'s response to Battlestar Galactica is, every character is a whore. Like, we've actually had to, like, make whore available on the forum so she could speak. Actually,
2: I think it's not available. Well, I am
0: making it available while you talk here. So tell me what you thought of um, tonight's episodes of Galactica. well,
2: tonight's episode, I watched, (laughs) I think I watched three of them, and... It picks up – well, I'd watched the webisodes, so I knew about stuff like this random dude duck yep. and that Kelly and the chief had a baby yep. and some other stuff. And – oh, yeah, okay. It opened, and I was very traumatized by one-eye saw because that's very, sa- that's very sad for me personally because I quite happened to like two-eye saw. And he's actually, I mean, he, he's pretty an angry person. He's hes getting to be kind of an angry person.
0: I never liked him during the first two seasons. Or I should say he was always like the pain in the ass guy that you, like when when Adama gets shot, you're counting down the days until Adama pulls himself off of the recovery table because he's just such a miserable commander. But this is basically Saul and his element, and he's not going to water himself down. He will send out suicide bombers. And this actually aired when we were um, in the middle of the Iraq war and there were suicide bombers... Yeah, you, know, you could tell, up. because
2: they were like the insurgents to the suicide bombers, and we're not making reference to current events at all.
0: But you've got Galactica being pro-suicide bomber, but it's also a very pro-military show, so it was actually interesting, because you couldn't accuse it really of Well, happening.
2: half of them aren't actually, because Laura bitch slapped Saw, which, like which was interesting. I actually, I have to admit that even though... I like saw I was cheering for Lara in that moment.
0: Now what did you think of Baltar when he Baltar. was given the execution order?
2: Well actually he's actually human. You know, he kind of he had his horror quotient <laughs> slightly lowered a notch.
0: He refused to sign the execution order.
2: Right. So I, I, I like that because it's starting to bother him, so I, I, I hope he okay.
0: Oh, I don't think it's starting to bother him, but it's like in the first episode of of the in the in the miniseries, he is responsible for destroying the human race, and his immediate concern is, "Am I going to get in trouble?" And now you have him being told, "Sign this piece of paper," and eventually he signs the piece of paper because they put a gun to his head and they shoot Caprica Six, and I mean they yeah. really pushed him into doing it. But I, what I liked about this episode was I felt awful for Ellen, and I felt awful for Baltar, and that was not something I was accustomed to feeling.
2: Yeah, I felt awful for Baltar. I, uh, Ellen, nah,
0: we'll I, see. I I do. and Well, let me ask you this. What's going to happen with Ellen?
2: Ugh. They probably won't kill her. They probably won't leave her behind. Maybe they will. I don't know. It could go either way.
0: Now, do you think that Saul will handle it personally? Do you think Saul will have uh, someone to do it? I think he might.
2: It? He, he, he might. I, 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 I'm really bad at making predictions, for one. And for two, I just don't know. Like, the way they write this... Is that it could honestly go either way. And that is one of the things I love about this show. Mm-hmm. Is because you would have no idea that you're getting to point B when you're starting at point A. I mean, this whole thing, like when it said one year later at yeah. the end of season two, I was totally floored. I had no idea that was that coming. That
0: pissed off a lot of people because it a lot of people... It pissed me
2: off. I what? hate, hate one-year jumps where it just no reason it's like oh look here everyone has changed she's pregnant and blah 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 and well, here's it was mo- it was it
0: was more um, it was it was more deliberate on this show and it was more meaningful on this show because the entire first two years of the show took place over nine months so jumping one year ahead you've already jumped ahead longer than the actual series Right. So there, you, you missed more than you saw at that point. And we're, 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 Battlestar Galactica is a ship-based series about the ragtag fleet, and now you have everyone living on a planet, you've got Bill up on Galactica, you know, scraping the cobwebs off it, and it, it's not the show that you were expecting. Mm-hmm. And all the characters are in ridiculous places. Now, um, what do you think of Starbuck in her I- little torture chamber?
2: Oh, there? ew, 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 he is so creepy. And she's like, she's like getting Stockholm syndrome.
0: There was a deleted scene where she blocks herself in the the bathroom and starts to slit her wrists. And he breaks in and stops her.
2: I, I can't say that I ever, like, really liked her. I mean, I didn't dislike her, but she's not really one of the characters that I connected with. But I'm really starting to feel sorry for
0: her. She, the two of them just go back and forth. And, you know, obviously at the point that we're at... She had her ovaries, I can't, either removed or she, yeah.
2: She had a, she had one of her ovaries removed, and then they took the eggs from that and made that kid.
0: And made the kid. And just a little thing about the um, actress who plays the kid, I can't remember her name, but she's like two years old or three years old. And usually, when you have a two-year-old or a three-year-old um, actor or actress on a set, you know, they're they're doodling, they're yelling for their mom off set. They're, it's you know, you can't focus them, you can't get the, the scene out. You have to have twins usually do it because of the, the laws governing how long kids can be under the hospital lights and everything and i guess this this little girl she was the best she did everything they asked her to do she 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 loved doing it and she loved katie sackhoff who played starbucks so they were like best buds on the set and and i
2: thought thought she was doing a really good job
0: yeah she was really yeah she, she did a really good job but yeah i mean so She's in an interesting place. And I love that it's her apartment on Caprica is what the prison yeah, is. Yeah, I, I didn't
2: exactly notice that, but I thought it looked pretty similar.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the apartment on Caprica. And then you have Fat Lee. <laughs> Fat
2: Lee cracks me up, I have to say.
0: <laughs> I love it, the meeting where he's just chomping on crap from the he, like He, he he's, like, grabs like, a
2: handful of chips and Dee is staring at him like, you know, <laughs> we're talking about like the life and death situation of the fleet. And Lee is like... Nah, 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 nah. But I have he to totally say the thing about down. Fat Lee that cracked me up is that when he and when he was saying goodbye to Bill I know, like I was supposed he almost to be rolled emotionally, off the he was off supposed the to be emotionally moved, but I was laughing my ass off because him in the fat suit looks hilarious.
0: Well, my thing on that, I actually was moved. You know why? Because I had watched those episodes so many times, I just got used to him in the. Fat
2: I-, suit. I was like, tw- I was like laughing and crying. Well, it's Not at the
0: same like a time. Monica. Here's the thing: it's a fat suit, but it's not like a Monica on Friends fat suit. It's, it's he look like if you didn't know the actor, what he looked like, you know, ordinary. You could buy that that was naturally just. Yeah, you know, it's so a fantastic
2: stuff. fat suit. The well, hilarious it's the thing that is, the, it's the one that Sharon wore so technically Lee is pregnant.
0: Exactly. It's it's the pregnancy suit, and he's got like four pairs of shorts on underneath to make his butt look bigger and everything. So, yeah. But here's the thing you don't know yet why he became fatly.
2: Okay. I guess he was depressed and sat around eating chips.
0: Something happened in the missing year. Ooh. <sighs> Something happened in the missing year. And everyone thinks it was because Starbucks kissed Anders in and the pilot's cabin there and it wasn't something happened in the missing years which made lee um visit the mess hall frequently i don't know <laughs> but um so at the point that we're at now adama is going back and he's leaving uh lee in command he's
2: he he is he's not or he's a good guy
0: well he never wanted to leave but whether you do no, you come no, back to fight that's another. right
2: well, was, I, I
0: just think it's possible that you're hitting the whore card a little early because every time someone's like, hoar
2: and it's you just I in. feel. I feel like I'm in like the Scarlet Letter or something.
0: I think. I think you might be. So it, it was like me with Harriet Jones. Now I'm watching Doctor yes. Who. Yes. Yeah. As Lo- soon as
2: he as but- soon as he points Harriet Jones, right, it's like. Is a whore.
0: all right here's the deal this is my thing now we watched no no PS is 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 sitting in front of dr who and I watched the first few episodes and I posted my thoughts on the forum and over the first few episodes my I had never really watched Doctor Who before my father used to love the show I never watched it with him and uh, my, my thought over the first few episodes was um, it, it was kind of campy like you've got the 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 mannequins attacking you and then you're going to the gear 5 billion and I just thought you know some of the aliens there looked like they were off like a nickel you know, sci-fi show or whatever. So I thought it was a little campy. I thought in the very beginning, Rose was very simplistic. You know, one minute she has to call Mickey's mother, who turned out to be dead, but whatever. Um, yeah, I, yeah
2: <laughs> I've, I've noticed that on rewatch. Like, they give backstory to Mickey and his mother's yeah. actually dead and they mentioned his mother before. But.
0: Well, I'm thinking maybe she's not dead. Maybe she's just gone. Like, she's taken off or whatever and left him behind. I, so honestly, maybe.
2: I can't remember the backstory, but I think it's possible that she did leave.
0: So Maybe Rose would have to look her up and tell. Her. But my thing was, one minute she's upset that he's dying, and then the next minute they're running across the bridge to the London Eye with yeah, that big say, smile that, on her face.
2: That upset me the first time I saw it too. I mean, the first time I saw it, here's the thing:
0: mm-hmm.
2: I didn't ship it until really, and she was about to kill me. Um.
0: Well, I didn't like her character in the beginning because she seems so pl- like Rose. You know, in the pun seemed plastic. It's like one minute she's laughing, the next minute she's crying. You know, so she's well, laughing.
2: the thing is, what would you do? I mean, I figure I kind of I I really identify with Rose because I mean she's around my age and all this crazy stuff is happening and I don't know what I would do if this crazy stuff started happening. I might act a lot like Rose. So that's kind of how I went into it thinking I I kind of didn't dislike Rose but I did like Mickey and I was really upset at first how they treat Mickey
0: well it wasn't just that it was like one moment you're you're, you're tremendously upset that your boyfriend just died the next minute you're skipping <laughs> like it yeah. just seemed like give it a couple of hours to you know what I mean like sometimes like people laugh at funerals like I get like you don't have to be you know stoic the entire time but I just felt like like she got that big smile on her face too soon but as the show went on it grew on me and one of the first episodes that did was when we were introduced to um, Harriet Jones MP for fly down north. And she was one of the funniest characters I've ever seen because she was totally implausible as a politician, but she, you can tell she's a middle-aged woman who in the middle of an alien invasion, all she cares about is getting nursing homes recognized for the quality of care they provide. She's got an elderly mother who probably lives in that nursing home, and she's, she's goofy. She walks around showing everyone her name tag, and I love the fact that you can be this totally great human being who is not taken seriously by any politician. And because of circumstances, she becomes the leader of great Britain. And she is shown through that episode to be, you know, the one person who has the best interest of the country at heart. She commands the doctor is the only representative of the people in the room to, to destroy Downing street and destroy the aliens. And she eventually takes over uh, great Britain. And, one of the lessons that you always see in sci-fi is when, you know, whether it's Star Trek and, you know, the, the, the simpleton aliens see the Enterprise and, and Starfleet, and the humans, the people who will always protect us. And, you know, on Voyager, you know, the the, the, the Okampa and the Caretaker, you see this archetype where where the, where the technologically advanced will always come and save us, and we don't have to do anything for ourselves. And that's usually when, to teach, you know, the moral of the week... the the technologically advanced leave and say you need to stand on your own. And what you saw in an episode was Harriet Jones say, you know what? Aliens are coming after us, and the Doctor was here today, and he happened to be able to save us, but he may not always be here. There's times when he's not here, and we need to be able to stand on our own. And like you see with Bill Dama on Galactica, sometimes you have to punch the bully really hard, you know, in, at recess, in the nose, in front of everybody, and he will think twice before coming after you. So Harriet Jones punches the aliens really hard in the face, and destroys one of their ships and the doctor immediately turns on her and basically destroys her leadership and destroys her position and will probably oust her as prime minister and my thought was she didn't steal crap you know what i mean like i really loved her character because she was that she was shown to be that you know that that ordinary everyday person who just has everyone's best interests at the heart and i just got really aggravated that the doctor would turn on her for doing what I saw as the right thing so I always loved the character so I got very defensive and that was the first thing I ever saw Ten do so I was just like no
2: Yeah, well I'm- he's better now isn't he
0: well no well then tonight she's the president of the parallel world. Keep an eye on her. Like, oh shut the <laughs> hell like it, no, it was the episode before he he takes down Harriet Jones, he realizes that he made a mistake and the human race is like enslaved by the cable guy for a hundred years. So it's like yeah. you know what? Like let like you just made a big mistake, but now yeah, you thought makes Harriet Jones. Yeah, but because Harriet Jones made what you thought was a mistake, you're gonna oust her from leadership and God knows who the hell will replace her. will probably be one of the plastic people. I mean, it's like <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, just keep an eye. Like, I, I was very upset. And you know what? I'm not going to say he's a whore or anything, but I, I was very...
2: <laughs> well, that's my word.
0: It's your word. I don't have a word left, but I mean, you, I you was... You
2: need to take a word.
0: I need a word. But I was displeased with that. So, um, but I did enjoy the show, you know, when Harriet Jones comes on. Like, I just want her to, like, punch him, and then I'll be fine. I I just... Something. There needs to be something. You can
2: imagine... Imagine parallel President Harriet Jones is... Mm-hmm kicking somebody's
0: ass i don't know hopefully his hopefully his well he's Um, not there well that that is that's a very fair point um torchwood i i don't know what my thoughts are on torchwood i know torchwood was the buzzword of series two like bad wolf was the buzzword of series one um i did enjoy um you know the references to it i actually i know torchwood is the um sequel show and i know it's probably from the perspective of, of those guys I'm not gonna watch it right away. I'm gonna watch. Season actually, it three. isn't.
2: I'll, I will just. I will give you this spoiler because you're going in thinking, "Oh, this is about the evil Tor- Torchwood." It's actually not. It's about the rogue base of Torchwood because, you know, there was Torchwood London. And then Torchwood mm-hmm. has a base in Cardiff and they weren't doing what they were supposed to.
0: What is it with Cardiff? Is that where they filmed the show or something? Is that's that where, what, that's,
2: where the, that's where they filmed the show.
0: Because they hate Cardiff. Everything's Cardiff this and Cardiff that. Um,
2: that's also that's also why like there's a surprising amount of Welsh extras in London. Because <laughs> there's like, like the like the guards of Downing Street are all Welsh.
0: <laughs> well, if you know this, whenever um they go on remote for Battlestar Galactica, it always looks like Vancouver. Whenever <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> yes. they go, looks like there's Vancouver.
2: there's no other climates in the galaxy except. That of Vancouver. Oh, exactly.
0: When they were on Cloud Nine, it looked exactly like Vancouver, and then Cloud Nine, unfortunately. Like,
2: why me. would you build a luxury ship that looked like Vancouver? Exactly.
0: Now it I don't know. Like a I don't know where they filmed New Caprica, but what I will say is, they did at the time that they filmed these first four episodes, they did. Um, film a lot of extra material at the new Caprica sets um, for use later in the season. And that is one of the reasons that um, Chief Terrell randomly shaves his beard off in the middle of Exodus because he's needed for scene for flashback scenes where he doesn't have the beard yet.
2: I noticed that. I was like. Yeah. Oh, my wife is about my w- to die. <laughs> my wife oh, has been oh, taken prisoner. This crap is going on. this beard is really ugly. Let let me shave it off. <laughs>
0: exactly. This is kind of- I love the part, by the way, when he saves uh, Laura and, and Zarek. <laughs> he just walks up, right down there. <laughs>
2: I just I, love it, that. He cracked crack me up that she knew who he was because she's like, <laughs> "Hi, Chief," and Zarek's like, "Hi, Chief. Hi, Callie." I'm like. Why would well, no, the, she, the she, she, president she met, of the colonies know who these random deck well, workers you know, are? No, because she
0: met him with, with the um with the Blackbird. He com- he named the Blackbird oh, after her.
2: Right. Yes, yes, yes I don't yes.
0: think Zarek... Well, Zarek's the vice president. Zarek doesn't know who the hell he is, but...
2: I wondered. Well, Z- Zarek, like, sort of smiled and nodded.
0: Well, you can tell... Well, he just saved his life. Well, you can tell, too. She's like, it's good to see you, chief. It's good to see you, too, ma'am. But, like, still the president. Like, yes. The That's adorable. But, um, but well um, the thing, well the th- let me ask you this let me ask you this because right. the prediction everyone had was they're gonna get off of um, New Caprica and Laura will will go back to Colonial one and we will go you know Lee will go back to Pegasus and Adama will go back to Galactica and we will just sail off you know and that will be <laughs> just
2: like it, just like it used to be yeah it'll be a
0: fun little excursion and you know the Doc Coddle will grow a new eye in a jar for Ty, and they'll pluck it back into his head. And, the, and, and when we're at dinner, we'll be like, "Hey, remember New Caprica?" And everyone will be like, "Oh, New Caprica!" And like that'll be it. The the good thing I can tell you is that the New Caprica plot line changes everything that happens. For yeah, the rest I kind
2: yeah I kind of realize that. I just ah. it's like I don't do well with change, hmm. and so like I miss the way it was. Like I miss the like. You know, we'll we're like flying along and every week at the same time, on the same day the cylons attack and something happens, and then we're flying along until the next week when something happens. But well, this what is, you're going
0: to see a lot this is is different. Is, like, like I can't what is Diana's big thing now? Diana fears on
2: Oh uh, she what wants is- the baby. She's got, she got. The baby. She got baby fever.
0: Now, just to make um, sense of this, you, to the best of my knowledge, will never see Deanna Beers, the journalist again. This is Deanna Beers from Downloaded, the one in the parking yeah. garage who got beat uh-huh. over the head.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to, it's odd, I'm starting to, like, be able to remember which Cylon is which. Right. And one you, have
0: Athena, you have now Athena. I You have a, I don't know if they call her Athena yet, but you have, um...
2: She's, they called her, um, Agathon. Sharon Agathon. They, uh, Sharon she married, Agathon. I'm like, yes, yeah, so... She married, right.
0: yeah. she married Hilo. She married Hilo, and I believe for the mission they gave her a code name of of Athena as well, which was a nod to um, the original um, Battlestar Galactica. Adama had a daughter named Athena, so they put that uh-huh. little nod in there to show that you know he trusts her, um, nice. w- which which was kind of cool. But don't think that everything will just reset to the way it was. Like let me put it to you this way: What do you think Baltar's um, chances are of you know we sail off? You know, you know adama comes and saves everyone and we sail off into the unknown and, and and bolt our heads back to colonial one and gets back to work
2: yeah not gonna happen
0: right so wh- what do you now what is your prediction for the rest of the season what happens upon the departure from new caprica if like well, here's the thing in, in, one of, in one of ron moore's podcasts he's like um i hate to tell you i think everyone can guess we'll probably get off the planet at some point Yeah, I'm not
2: not, – I'm like kind of unsure if it's even going to work because I feel like whenever they set up something and they plan it so well, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. um, I figure maybe some of them will get off. Some of them will be left behind. Some Mm -hmm. of them will blow up and – so then they'll have to go back and look for the ones that got left behind. I expect they'll completely forget about Starbuck,
0: <laughs> okay? Because they
2: don't know where they don't know where she is.
0: Well, everyone so, on the surface thinks she's dead.
2: Right, so they think no, she's dead. Everyone so everyone
0: thinks Starbuck's dead.
2: We'll be staying and hanging out with the Cylon. Well,
0: everyone thinks Starbuck's dead. Uh, Baltar has an approval rating of like 3%, because there's always that 3% that thinks you're doing a great job. Even if there's like an occupation and they're shooting children in the streets, there's always that 3% that like thinks you're doing a very good job. Um, and don't forget who the vice president is.
2: The vice president is Tom Zarek, and yep. he's not with them anymore.
0: Yep. But just keep in mind who takes over if anything happens to Baltar. Um,
5: hmm... Hmm, hmm.
0: Yep, file that one away. I mean, the the, sh- the series takes a really cool tone. Now, at this point, you've obviously realized, because I've sent you emails on the topic, you have realized that you only know seven of the Cylons.
2: Yes, I know seven Cylons, which means there's five left.
0: Mm-hmm, the final five, one could say.
2: Indeed. And I think... See, mm-hmm. this is driving me nuts, because I'm trying to figure out... Because, like, like, the previous seven were some of them were a mix of you know characters that we knew and loved well maybe not we didn't love the journalist but Mm
5: -hmm.
2: knew them as people before we found out they were cylons so now Mm. this has made me incredibly paranoid because i'm like okay saul's a cylon ellen's ellen's a cylon or Mm -hmm. maybe not because you know obviously she's a whore but um
0: (laughs) she she's the whore model
2: yeah, but she's so warm.
0: Could you imagine a bay ship of Ellens? <laughs> that, would,
2: that would actually be hilarious.
0: Uh, picture a bay ship of Saul's. Everyone's drunk. The ship is, like, leaning to the left. <laughs> the Ellen ship is, like, humping the ship in front of it. Like, it would be awful. That would be bad.
2: <laughs> so I take it they're not Cylons. I, I'm just saying. If just they can... were, you would not be joking about this. Just,
0: no, seriously, just consider. The, just I don't know. So okay, so the, lead, you know,
2: the 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 face ship full of leaves would be twice as twice the size of the other base ships
0: <laughs>
2: because he's been all just, eating Cylon cookies. They're
0: all, they're all <laughs> chomping on crap. Um, well. At that point in the series, when we start to realize that there are more Cylons, I mean, there's obviously you, you have to get in your head how Ron more thinks and how Ron more writes, and you're either going to get five independent reveals, or there are going to be people that you know. The question is, because he doesn't just write stuff haphazardly, if they're people you know, isn't it convenient that all of the Cylons happen to you know like work on Galactica or be in the main cast or whatever? I mean, what would yeah, why would I that think, have been?
2: I I mean, I don't want to be like. Or everyone's a Cylon, but I'm also like, I'm shoring myself up for the disappointment that comes when it's revealed that my favorite character is a Cylon. You know what I mean? Well, you,
0: you can also have a situation where the Cylons are not main characters. They are either dead, or they're, you know, the gods of Kobol, or, or they're, you know, like, they're. So people
2: Billy's who- a Cylon. Yeah, ex-
0: can I just tell you during the the, the predictions where Billy is a Cylon? Um, who who else did I say was a Cylon? I, I, Boxy is a Cylon. That was a big one. Boxy. Who's is a Cylon. Boxy? Remember the kid from the miniseries? Oh yes, is? Boxy. Like wh- whatever happened to Boxy? He must be a Cylon. I mean that. Yeah. Like, like Kane is a Cylon. That one was pretty big. I mean, pretty much anyone that you've seen. People. See, I always seen.
2: think like. If someone is, like, connected closely to, sil- to a Cylon, they're probably not a Cylon, because, like, they wouldn't do that. So I figure Hilo is not a Cylon, the Chief mm-hmm. is not a Cylon, Baltar is not a Cylon, you know, Kane okay. is not a Cylon. So I figure, now, like...
0: Now, that, let me ask that, you this. Are you under the impression... Because there's multiple, like we just went over the multiple different scenarios it could possibly be. Are right. you under the impression that characters are Cylons who know they're Cylons, and when they get a flick, uh, a switch flicked, they're going to, you know, shoot the people in the room on the main cast? Do like, you think rumor. people are? Yeah. Do you think people are sleeper agents? Do you think? Wh- I'm, what, i I think
2: it might be a mix. I think. Okay, we have five left, right? So we might mm-hmm. have three that are like. Either revealed to be cylons from the start, like they're just cylons that appear mm-hmm. as cylons, or like they start out like the journalist where it's like you didn't or the or the the um the doctor or the mm-hmm. priest where it's like you see them, and like then you realize okay, that's a Cylon, I figure there's gonna be three that are like that which are, like, incidental silence, I figure there's maybe, like, two that are people we already knew. And I figure maybe of those two, you might have one who is a sleeper agent and one who's not. And I think it depends... Like, it would depend on the on the character. But I think okay. it's probably really unlikely that a lot of the main cast is could be you know like i'm trying to think like who do we know that would be
0: let me say this i will tell you that knowing how the story ends and knowing this you know the, who all the cylons are it's very well thought out um once it's revealed there was a lot of confusion about it but it actually makes Airtight sense, and it's a really solid story.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it, it's definitely very well done. And like I said, I do have a visual spoiler. If at any point you want a sneak peek, that won't spoil anything, but that will maybe pique your interest. But you can do that whenever you want.
2: Okay. Um, hmm.
0: You don't have to do it. I'm just saying I have.
2: No, I, 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 I am leery of spoilers because usually I like to go into things clean.
0: What it is is it's a um, it's a spoiler given to. A character later on. So it's actually something in the plot line that you would just be getting a little bit early, but it doesn't...
2: Okay, send it on over. I'm gonna see. Alright.
0: Um, I will mm-hmm. send this to you, and then I will tell our listeners here, after I send it over to you, what I am sending. Now, I will say that you can recognize where this picture is taken, and that will clue you into what type of a scene this is in.
2: Okay. Save it and mm-hmm. see it somewhere. File. Okay, is that the opera house? And there are five, five, five Cylons standing there, but they're whited out.
0: No, I have sent to... Well, they're not whited out. I have sent to P.S. a picture of um, the final five in the opera house on the upper level, looking down, glowing white.
2: I see. So there's five of them, and one is rather tall and...
0: I wouldn't One is actually, rather
2: pointy, and... I,
0: I really wouldn't go with that. Just, that's like the five pizza delivery guys that they
2: Ah, uh, okay.
0: The final five are in some way connected with the opera house.
2: I see. So. And so I shouldn't really be, like, trying to, like, find the shape of people.
0: No, although there's actually a, um... There's another scene that shows the glowing, um people there, and um, standing before another character in some type of vision, and they had a, um, like, a pre- like a production behind-the-scenes photo-op, and you could actually see the five people, and everyone's, like, blowing it up to see who they are. Like, they actually got the actors in who play the final five to, like, stand there. It's obviously, it's like the production people and extras, and you can't tell who the hell
2: it Okay, is. so that's,
0: okay. Yeah, but. It's
2: like the, um, the hand... In there's a in the sorcerer in Sorcerer's Stone movie when there's a hand like taking the wand through to kill Lily, people were like, "That's Alan Rickman's hand. Snape must have killed Lily." <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, it's not the same guy. It's like the hand from Titanic, who's drawing Rose's breast.
2: Yes, which was actually the hand of James Cameron because Leo couldn't draw. Apparently, he, he
0: really couldn't draw, which is very sad. But yeah, you know, whatever. You
2: can't you can't do everything.
0: You can't. So I watched the final episodes of Who this evening. Um, yes. I-
2: um. Do you want to sh- let's kind of shift back and like do kind of a pan series kind of thing? Because okay. you've also watched season one, and I, was- I did. Wondering if you could get this general thoughts on season one. Okay, like,
0: um, season one. Um, give me the. It was Christopher Eccles. Er-
2: Christopher Eccleston. <laughs> Christopher
0: Eccleston. Eccleston. Um, Christopher Eccleston was amazing in the role as the Doctor. He's like I said, all I knew about the original series was they had like stuffy old white-haired guys playing the Doctor for most of it, or at least for some of it. Um, he was incredibly dynamic. I had issues with Rose in the first few episodes, but he was always incredibly engaging. I think he did a great job with the role. Um, one thing I enjoy about Doctor Who and just to um, put this out there as well, I'm a completist so because I love Doctor Who so much I'm going back and watching the old seasons all 26 of them for the for the ones that survived. I actually got my first DVD today and I'm pissed because they put episode 2 on disc 1, episode 3 on disc 2 and episode 1 on disc 3. So I'm watching this not knowing who the hell any of these people are because I haven't seen the introductory episode yet.
2: Yep. I, um, I've seen her. I have seen um, the the first one and the first the caveman one.
0: I'm I, I'm watching Dalek.
2: Yeah, I've seen the first. I've seen like part of the first Dalek one, and then I like I haven't seen the whole thing because I got bored <laughs> of oh, <man. laughs> the Daleks like because they're not you know like interesting and like I just love how she's like hiding from the Dalek. She's like you know running through the like paper yeah. house. And the Daleks are, like, chasing her, and I'm like... With the big plungers know, on the they front should, of them, They yeah. should be, like, flying after her and zapping her, and she, instead she's, like, hiding behind, hiding in a closet. I'm like, that wouldn't work yeah. if it happened today. They
0: can't <laughs> fly yet well i watched the original battle star and you can it's it's so ridiculously campy and they wear velvet um there were some cool scenes like i love when they go to kobol and they're walking by the pyramids in egypt and they actually flew an Adana lookalike over to egypt to walk next to a pyramid for one of the <laughs> long shots char- and they, they walk through the lost city of eden and stuff like that which i thought were really cool points but um classic battle star you know, you can pretty much... It has a cute kid and a robot dog. I don't know.
2: Is it Boxy? <laughs> it
0: is. is Boxy and his dog... Uh, no, um... Boxy Daggett. and the Dalek dog. Like you no, know, it's his dagget. Dogs um, are daggets and his dog dies on Caprica so they give him an electronic dagget. Who can, like...
2: Don't they think, don't you think they should have more important things to do than, Well, he's, like, like
0: make, Lassie. He's, like, Lassie. Like, in one episode... In one episode, Galactic is on fire and I think they send the dagget through, like, the like, oh. the, the, the ventilating shaft. What is
2: it? The- what is it, boy? Galactic? <laughs> on fire? Yeah, Bill fell a- down a well?
0: Well, he's not Bill there. He was just Adama there. Oh. Adama oh, that- and his son Apollo. That
2: That's be- stupid. I mean, who has, I mean, it's like, is like share. Yeah. The whole entire society is based on having
0: one name well Adama's uh, name is actually well his name is Adama Adama is a toron name which is a very poor colony and when his uh it was either his father when his grandfather moved to caprica he changed his name to Adams which is a more socially acceptable name and his father um, changed the family name back to Adama
5: that's
0: interesting. Fun fact. Um, but one thing I just want to say is I'm noticing, because I'm obviously the big BSG guy, I'm noticing why, I'm noticing similarities between the two shows, which show why I am growing on, why, why Doctor Who is growing on me as much as it does. Um, one thing you'll see in galactica is the writing is character based and it's idea based but it's not at any point technobabble based when it is technobabble based it's usually poking fun at technobabble but sometimes people miss the joke and they think it's actually honestly got technobabble um if galactica gets nuked in an episode the writers are thinking it's got a really thick haul i could probably take it where it's on star trek they'd be like measuring you know the inversion rate of the warp plasma just in all this crap that See, I love Technobabble. But but it doesn't mean anything. I
2: know, but I love
0: it. And by the end of Voyager, there's like antimatter particles floating in the air and the ship isn't blowing up and that's ridiculous. But the thing I like about Doctor Who is you've got a guy in a phone booth. And it's
2: bigger and on the inside. too do freaking anything. It's
0: bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. And he's got like a screwdriver with a with a blue light bulb on the front of it. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> and you can take the TARDIS to 1879 and meet Queen Victoria. You can take it to the year 5 billion and 23. You can take it, you know, it can fight a Dalek fleet. It can not cross to a parallel universe because it's not strong enough. You can find it at the bottom of a mine shaft next to the devil. I mean, the, the-, the cool thing about this, show is you can go anywhere and do anything and it doesn't matter how much gas you have it doesn't matter you know whether it's a full moon out it's it's, it's endless possibilities of storytelling and the one of the best episodes of the first season is father's day i believe i got mm-hmm. the title right yes. where uh rose saves her dad and I'm trying to figure it out at first because it's time travel, and it's like she went back in time, and then she went back in time again, and she saw herself, and the first version of herself disappeared because the second version of herself changed the timeline, so the first version of herself never would have gone back in the first place.
2: Well, it's because it's cause when, when you change something like that, their little pocket got sealed off. I think... I've always thought that's why the first Doctor and Rose disappeared. I took it's because it that they I the little took, piece of time where Pete Tyler was alive for 45 minutes got sealed off from real time.
0: The way I took it was that because Pete Tyler didn't die, Rose would never have had reason to go back in the first place.
2: That's also true.
0: But then, why would she still? Why would the right? Second See, but
2: there is a Rose still there. Yeah, so go I back in that,
0: time and save your father's life, and if your father lived, you never would have gone got, back in time. Yep. They
2: got um, sealed off.
0: The coolest thing about that episode. You now, there was great character moments with Rose and, and and holding her dab, and he dies, and and really great strong. stuff. I
2: loved how they cal- it it changed reality, and you can tell Rose remembers both. Realities, and you can tell that after a little bit of prompting, Jackie kind of does too.
0: And the thing that was really great about it, the car kept appearing and driving around the church.
2: Right, and that's how, and then Pete. God, I'm going to start crying. This, this episode gets me every...
0: If you haven't episode. seen it, if you're listening, if you watch haven't seen it... Um, sobbing
2: my eyes out. And- if you haven't
0: seen it, Rose um, goes back in time to watch her dad die. He got hit by a car when she was six months old. And she can't do it, and she charges out into the street, and she knocks him out of the path of the oncoming car. And because she changed the timeline, these giant dragon-type creatures show up, and they start killing everyone, because they're, they're, they're cleansing the timeline, because it's been disrupted, and they're killing everyone on the planet. So they're all hiding out in the church where uh, Rose's mother's friends were getting married that day. And her dad was on his way to the church. She was getting a wedding gift, which is a really ugly vase, if I recall. And they're all hiding out in the church because these creatures can't get inside or whatever. And the car that was supposed to hit him keeps rematerializing. and And it keeps almost hitting him all throughout the episode. And then it keeps appearing out of thin air and driving around the church and the driver is throwing his hands up in front of him like he realizes he's about to hit the pedestrian but there's no one yeah. there cuz it's, it's
2: that little pit bit from the minute that he was about to get hit
0: and it's the timeline like trying to reset itself right. somehow or it's like if you're in one of those uh, if you're playing like you know like an arcade game or whatever you know like when you take the when when the little sim character gets stuck and he can't walk out of the room cuz you're blocking him and he just keeps kind of walking in place until you move out of the way it was like one of those it's like the timeline is just Stuck, yeah. and it keeps trying to reset itself, and I just thought that was the coolest idea for a I just even it's, just it is, it, yeah, it was a, so like, good.
2: I told him before he watched it. I told him this is the one I always tell people if they still don't get it by then, they can stop Be- because if if Father's Day doesn't get you, nothing will.
0: Right. <laughs> I just thought. Oh, oh. P.S. Come hug.
2: No, the, Father's Day got my dad. He he wasn't like he wasn't liking it at first, but Father's Day's what didn't stick with the show.
0: I just wanna point out we're having a beautiful moment here, PS and myself, right now. It's late, we're having beer, it's it's a lovely Pofuanian moment and I'm just very excited about it right now. Um, the moment that got me at the end of the first season was um, when the doctor is stranded in the future and he's about to die, and Rose is gonna stay with him and fight with him, and he tricks Rose into the TARDIS and then sends the TARDIS back oh, in yeah, time. Oh yeah, that
2: that that gets me. Like- and,
0: Ro- and Rose will ha- and Rose is and she's she's trapped in the past. She doesn't know how to drive the damn thing, so she's stuck there. And the doctor's last message for her is just let the TARDIS let the TARDIS die and let it die. And you have her go back with her mother, who's grateful that she's back and is, is is very grateful that the doctor kept his word and sent her back. And she goes out with her mother and Mickey to a restaurant, and they're debating, you know, the new pizza place. What do they serve? Pizza! Oh! It's like, this is my life now? And she refuses to let her friend die, and th- one of the cooler points is she's trying to rip open the TARDIS so she can look into the soul of the TARDIS and convince the TARDIS to go back, and she can't get the, the, the hatch open, so her mother rents a giant truck. I have because, it till five!
2: Because she was there when Pete died. It was the only reason Jackie let her do it is because she saw that, because she'd always seen this girl from a distance. Mm -hmm. And then when Rose told her that was me, letting her know that the the doctor did that for her. Yeah. Just knowing that her husband didn't die alone. That that that's what
0: And she goes into the future and you find out that Rose has been the source of, of all the occurrences of the bad wolf and she has these omnipotent powers at that point and she lays waste to the entire Dalek fleet and the doctor absorbs that energy from her to save her and in doing so he dies. Right, and I just thought that was such a great moment because I'm watching this, and obviously, the, you know, the references to, to to Bad Wolf are piling up, and something has to be causing it, and you don't know what, and it's it's Rose all the time causing it herself, prompting herself to know that she can go back and save the doctor. I just... The, what I love about the show is you don't need to have... You can have great special effects. And the the new show has great special effects and it has not-so-great special effects. But you it doesn't matter what special effects you have in the show. You can just have... Um, you can have a guy in, in a room you know with all these crappy little panels around him and he can be the doctor and that Tardis can go anywhere and you can have the show on this stru- on a shoestring budget and you can have it on the air for 31 years and it can tell very original stories so i really love the universe and i love this incarnation of the universe and yeah. where it left tonight um my thought obviously the way it ended tonight was that uh, rose and the doctor are separated uh presumably forever she's in the parallel universe and uh, he is not, and I'll leave out the last 10 seconds of the episode, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But right. um, my thought on that was, through the first season, Rose grew on me, because by the end of the season, she was less of the um, really two-dimensional kind of you know wishy-washy character, and she actually became very comfortable in her role as the doctor's companion. I thought they did a great thing with her showing, you know, I, I'd imagine they've had 30 companions by now, and I don't know anything about any of them except Sarah Jane. But I love the fact that one of the, one of the things they tackle with her is what's it like to be the doctor's companion? What's it like if that ends someday, mm-hmm. you know, it's such an amazing world. He lets you see, is he going to abandon you like he did Sarah Jane or is 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 she, she going to be there forever? And, I I think that, I think the in the the thing too, which they always cover, is when she goes back and when she is you know back with Jackie, she's like, I can't live here, Mom. I can't you know go to the pizza place. I can't work in the shop. And Mickey worked in the pizza place, and 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 Jackie worked in the shop, and it's. She's not yeah, I mean, saying I don't want. She's not saying I don't want to be like you, or I'm looking down on you. But she gets to see the dinosaurs, and she gets to see the end of the world. And how can you ever go back and work at the perfume counter after that?
2: Right. I've always liked that conversation, and I don't know whether you're referring to the one in um, Parting of the Ways or the one in because there's two conversations that are like this: the one in Parting of the Ways and the one in Army of Ghosts. Because in Parting of the Ways, she's obviously trying to. When Rose has come back and Jackie's, well, at least I'm just glad that the doctor sent you home so that you're safe with me. Mm-hmm. And then in Army of the Ghosts, after Rose has basically made the decision to stay with the doctor forever, and then you get the, there's going to be some woman in 40 years' time in in a marketplace on an alien world, and she's not going to be Rose Tyler. And seeing how she basically just, I mean, she's ready to, to ditch her mother and stay with the doctor
0: that I was actually watching it with my wife, and that was one of the things that she didn't like about Rose. That because she's been watching, you know, the first two seasons with me, and she really loves the show, and she and she does like Rose. But one of the things that bugged her about Rose is Rose is re- it, you know, never gives Mickey the time of day that he's deserved, and she would have ditched her mother right there and what i was trying to impress on her is you never have to make that decision usually in real life unless you're in the witness protection program or something you know okay here's your mother on your left and here's your husband on your right you have to say goodbye to one of them forever who's it going to be you yeah, usually don't think- have to make that call but do you but it's common to say you know what your your parents are your past and your mate is your future and that's not a perfect example but that's the decision that she made and
2: it's something – I mean, it's arguably – it's something she decided a long time ago. It's something right. she decided during Parting of the Ways. She just didn't have to leave Jackie forever during that episode. But right. if she had had to, she would have. I mean, because she – I mean, because Jackie let her go.
0: Right. Right. And that was, in, obviously she didn't get to say, you know, goodbye to her mother if that were the case. But there wasn't time to say to do a lot of things. Um, but I, I, could see her making that decision, and I could honestly see her being the woman on the alien planet in 40 the years, and not being the Rose Tyler that Jackie knew. But I could actually see Rose being okay with that. Yeah. And the one question I have from a plot reason is why did um, Pete pop in at the last minute there to save Rose and then pop out again?
2: I think he did it for Jackie.
0: But how did he – so he obviously had no idea that she was about to fall through. Yeah, he
2: had no idea what was going on on the other side. But I think Jackie was so upset that she had gone back, that he was going back to, you know, drag her back. Be it, you know, if she was, like, walking away with the doctor back to the TARDIS, you know, he would have dragged her back. And because she was falling, he caught her.
0: Um, On the perspective of the character, I'm actually getting – Skype messages right now from, from Lady Chi asking me what I think about the character of Rose. <laughs> so, um, I'll, I'll say this. The, the character definitely grew on me. In the first season, she is... Um, well, the companions are us. They're foils for the Doctor to yak with on on the ride, so he's not talking to himself every two minutes. And they are the... They're the audience on the TARDIS with him. And during much of the early episodes, she is the, you know, clueless, you know, pedestrian who is amazed by the things that she's seeing that the Doctor is exposing her to. And at some point in the first season, you know, we get all these great plot points and all these great story ideas she becomes the person who's in it for the doctor and she's they do all the right things with the character they comment on what's it like to be the companion what's it like being the companion that may one day not be the companion what do you do after you're the companion is rose the exception to the rule is she the person who's going to be the companion until she dies is this some is she more than anyone who's come before her and i think those are all the great things to do with her character in that role by the end of the first season she is not the, you know the, the tag along sidekick she is someone who is ready to go out there and and fight alongside yeah. him which is which is important I think I was noticing tonight we watched about five or six episodes today um, I was noticing uh, the one uh, the the ones with the television idiot something or other the so.
2: idiot's lantern
0: I'm watching during that one just the camaraderie that they had or the fact that when the doctor's off doing his thing she goes and she checks out the, the TV shop she's She's not an equal to him, but she's getting there. Yeah, see, that's...
2: The thing that breaks my heart is... That she's getting there and then she she's gone. You know, I mean, I love Idiot's Lantern and I love Fear Her because just of the way they're interacting.
0: In, in Fear Her, she's the only one left, and the doctor's in right. the paper and he's drawing the Olympic torch. And but Rose is the one out there in the street, you know, Rose digging did up it the all. street. Well, it was like a Love Actually reunion too because there were a lot of people from Love Actually in that episode we <laughs> enjoyed. But you know, she yeah, she's doing it all, and that 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 basically showed to me that Rose has made it. And obviously, you have the very ominous ending to to, to that to Fear Her. Where, you know the, a, a storm's a brewing which is interesting because near at some point during the current season of galactica that you're on one character says you know what things seem to be looking up and another character says mm, don't know about that i smell a storm coming <laughs> it's very <laughs> ominous and then the next episode the shit hits the fan
2: and of course they're in space and there's no weather
0: <laughs> yeah it, but then by the next episode you're like oh spot
2: um I will, I will so and oh i was gonna say
0: But what I just do want to say is I think that they got they had to make a choice with those two characters. They either needed to hook them up or they needed to separate them. Right. If they had kept the level of camaraderie that they had in those last four, five, six episodes, and they just kept going for like another season, another season after that, it would have gotten old because. Right. So they needed to go somewhere, and I think the fact that you know Billy Piper probably wanted to do other things and and, in you know various reasons, I think that it went the perfect length. She had that great relationship it didn't but then you have the danger if you hook them up then it becomes you know like like roda or whatever it's after they hook up it's not interesting anymore it, it you you reach a level where you either need to just end it now and do it brilliantly or you need to hook them up and 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 really do well or else you can destroy the entire premise right i, I think I, it,
2: I don't resent doomsday as much as i used to i mean i was telling ryan before we record, started recording. I think doomsday i might have cried almost as much as deathly hallows you know like sat and cried for like an hour afterwards No
0: you know what it is i have had so many tv shows end where they absolutely f up the ending and you feel like you just watched a show for so many years for that mm-hmm. you know I mean? like star trek voyager really i just watched seven years of crap for the hope of a good ending and you gave me that uh, there's shows that are really bad i i will say galactica has an incredible ending. I don't know anyone who um, didn't like it. The only complaint I've ever heard about the ending of Galactica is it wasn't specific enough. It was vague in some areas and I believe that being vague is is the best thing you can do in some situations. So it's universally seen as a great um, ending to a show. Um, Other shows I've watched, they've had good endings, but not epic. I think you look for something that you're always going to remember. I will never forget how season two of of, um, Doctor Who ended. I will never forget how season Season 2 of Farscape ended, because Farscape had one of those really emotional, um, you know, ratching up the, the, the volume endings as well. I think it ended at the perfect time. I think you got all the mileage you were going to get out of the Rose Doctor story without advancing it. Mm -hmm. And I think the way it ended, the, the you know, the fact that literally you have two people on two walls, you know, with their hands out who can kind of hear each other, but not hear each other. And, you know, they drive to Norway and she gets literally two minutes to say goodbye to him. And he's about to say, I love you. And he doesn't get the chance. And then that's it. And how do you go on for the rest of your life? knowing yeah. that and, and that's just the perfect ending it's that just ultimate separation and you know they'll probably never see each other again and i honestly i don't know if billy Piper comes back and and i don't want to know mm-hmm. but i i just thought it was it was a great ending because i don't know if they could have taken it further and i don't know you know what you have two characters like that and you hook them up oh that's great and y'all look at them aren't they cute and and it just kind of ends and you're like okay well yeah
2: that's that's definitely valid and you're even making me realize things now so ryan you're a very valuable person to talk to because
0: (laughs) ps digs me are you hearing Uh, i am valuable
2: because i mean I'm, like I just said, I have come to appreciate, I mean, I still do not like rewatching Doomsday. It still pains me greatly, but uh, I've come to hate it less, and I don't think, I think it was, you know how there's a good kind of hate and a bad kind of hate? Like, I yeah. hate it because it, of what it did to me, but I don't think it's bad.
0: The only other way they could have done it is to have killed Rose off.
2: I thought she was going to die as she was falling. I was absolutely positive. She was going to die.
0: Well, I'm sorry, but she was actually saying this is the day I die. <laughs> so like you could tell something bad. It was, it was ominous. But, um, and the
2: thing that breaks my heart is that when you go back and you watch it again and you realize the scenes of her getting on the bus and all that stuff, all that boring stuff is in Pete's world. Yeah. It's her getting on the bus. It's not, I always assume that it was like a flashback to for before she met the doctor, but that's showing what her life in Pete's world is like.
0: Yeah, well she cuz she works for Torchwood. She, she
2: before she she doesn't work for Torchwood at the point that it it ends right now she's, she's about to, work, to. she's working good. in the same shop she worked in before the series began.
0: The the ways they could have ended it was they could have sent her back to Earth to live out a boring existence, which I think would have been kind of tragic for the character. They could have killed her off doing something heroic to save the Doctor, which would have been more heroic for the character. But how many times do you see the good guy get killed off because the actor wants to leave? So it wouldn't have been – you'll never forget forget that moment with them stuck on opposite walls with no way of getting back to the other side.
2: And I think she is – even you don't know whether or not she's coming back and I'm not going to tell you – and I think, but I think you do know that she's going to go and she's going to do something great. Because if you look at the, the other companions that you've seen that no longer travel with the Doctor, which would be Sarah Jane and Mickey, and they have gone on to do great mm-hmm. things on their own. And you'll see others soon. Um, like
0: The only thing I would have liked to have seen, and maybe it comes up, is I would have liked to have had, well, you could have done it easily because you had her monologuing much like I do uh, the, the the entire goodbye scene I would have liked to have seen her like write to him every day and just like save the letters or just do something so you don't think that she's gonna forget about him and you know she won't but oh she won't have, yeah you would have liked to have seen that but you know what if you never see Rose again I think that was the perfect ending to the character and of course you have the last 10 minutes. I'm looking at Danielle. I'm like, okay, whoever the new companion is, I think it's kind of like when you have like the best secretary ever and she leaves and the new secretary starts and you're going to be like giving her the hardest time ever cuz you liked the last one so much. Well,
2: I will actually say they could not have done that better because god, everybody is sobbing their freaking eyes out and then you have you then you have the fantastic Catherine Tate going, "What?" What the hell is this, Just <laughs> She's saying, just saying.
0: Well, I'm looking at Danielle, I'm like, I f- I pity the next schmuck that gets his companion j- slot because they are going to haze this person because, <laughs> like, can you imagine how well, uh, like, it's seriously, it's, 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 and then you look over, and there's the woman in the wedding dress, who the hell are you? Who the hell are you? What, 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 And Danielle looks over at me. I wonder if that was her. Do you, <laughs> she's like,
2: do you want a little spoiler? Babe, this I'm, would be I'm the spoiler you got if you bought the DVD box set
0: I'm assuming that's her it's not Oh, really?
2: Yeah, she's a one-off companion for the Christmas special. Oh, okay. And well, So the, the actual season three companion is not her.
0: Okay, well, that that that's fine. I, I yeah, I'm
2: just, that's it. not a big spoiler, because obviously no, no. the person on the front of the DVD box set, if that's what you had instead of watching it on Netflix, is oh, someone else. Woman. Okay.
0: So, um, um, so, yeah, so when I got to the end, I, I thought that, you know what, life will go on, and I would rather them do two perfect years with Rose right? than try and I drag it on. I, I
2: definitely that, like, agree with that. I'm glad they didn't let it go on too long because I think one of the worst things you can do is let it go on too long. I do resent that we got Love and Monsters as, like, our last one. We could have had one more story with the Doctor and Rose being awesome. Which one was
0: Love and Monsters? I've watched seven episodes.
2: Elton. The one that did not actually have the
0: Doctor in it. Oh, the Moaning Myrtle. Yes, where Moaning Myrtle Myrtle
2: was um, a tile that was doing inappropriate things to this guy. Uh, well, um, it, was I, I, a- I, it
0: was the angle of when he was holding the tile, too. Yeah.
2: Oh. Um. See, no. I don't like that episode because it wastes a spot. You know, like, what? I think it's I think it's really random and stupid.
0: Well, I will tell you this. In the middle of season three of Galactica, the producers sent a note to the showrunner saying, we want more episodic episodes. Oh! We bring oh! God. So the- there are some really...
2: Oh, God. Knock. God, God. The, some the
0: of them are all. The least some thing of them.
2: I take is more filler. I hate. I mean, because, I mean, this thing, it kind of had interesting filler, but. I don't want filler in a show you, like this. Did you, I mean, it's did, did you bang, already, bang, did, bang. Did you,
0: did you already get Scar? You had Scar yes. in season two, oh, right? That
2: was awful filler. And freaking Black Market.
0: Black Market. What's well, bad when you're listening the
2: worst episode I've ever seen.
0: When you're listening to the official commentary and, and the producers are like, I'd like to apologize for the following episode. actually,
2: Love and much. Monsters is the worst filler episode I've ever seen. Um, Black Market is number two.
0: I don't know if you get well. There's an episode called Torn coming up that is pretty bad and there's actually a really bad plot error in the episode and you can actually fix it in your head by it basically it implies that that adama took command of the galactica a year before the miniseries Which makes absolutely no sense, because in the beginning of the miniseries, all these people were coming up to him saying, it's been wonderful serving with you for the past three years. Yes. And then some people are saying, I've served on this ship with you for two years. So you can't just make the assumption he took everyone with him from the old ship. So you have to, in your mind, think they're saying six years. You know, he was in command of Galactica for six years, and then he was on the other ship. But there's some canon mistakes, and the, the middle of season three kind of bottoms out, and then they... Okay, thank you. And, the, and I, I I
2: actually I appreciate the warning and I'm going to tell you this before she uh-huh. gets gets to you, but season three is really not their best work. Okay. For parts of it. There's there's a really it kind of does bottom out and what is it with season three? Well, the seems thing so with, I, it's with well, so season is- three.
0: Well, part of it, too, is you have a really big season ender and you have really like you, you you have, you know, very expensive location shots now for the beginning of season three of Galactica. And it, when you see the next episode, you will tell that they spend like most of the special effects budget for the season in Exodus part two. Um, there is the OK. In Star Trek, they have something called the Picard maneuver. In Exodus Part 2, they have something that you could call the Adama maneuver. You will know it when you see it, but this is the most, is the cool, is probably the coolest tactical advance you have ever seen a military commander take, which I think is just awesome.
2: Yeah. Season 3 of Doctor Who is, um, I think this would be, I mean, you're watching it streaming, but I just actually have just, like, looked it up in the little booklet, and Disc 3 is really not that good.
0: Just skip just three.
2: Don't. Well, do you can't skip it? Because I remember I was even asking Chi, because I think I was watching season three, and I was very, very ill. And I was like, Chi, can I please skip some of this crap? And she's like, let me think about it and she never said anything and I was actually sick so I stayed home and I watched all of it in one day but um,
0: I'm I'm looking at season now let me just say this season 4 of Galactica is solid because mm -hmm. everything is building towards the finale and the cool thing about season 4 is they had the writer strike in the middle so they did season 4.0 and then they broke and then he had in his mind his prospects for how he wanted to finish the show and because they had so much downtime because they couldn't film anything he rewrote the entire thing and he you said here's how i was originally gonna end it hmm. it sounded god awful so it's actually but what came yeah, out i think was season really good.
2: four of doctor who is very solid
0: all right so i'm watching this here there's episodes Exit,
2: that i don't like but
0: Exodus part two solid um there's an episode after that which i think is um is a very solid it's a it's a it's pretty much it, it's 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 serialized, Um, it it follows Exodus Part 2. It's pretty good. Torn comes up. I was not a fan of Torn. There's an episode called A Measure of Salvation. It you have no idea how much a measure of salvation is actually linked to, um, you know, how the series wraps. and It looks like it's one of those episodic episodes. Then you find out later it's really important. But one character does something in it that's totally out of character and unbelievable, and it kind of like that's all your that's the taste you're left with after it's over. You just it doesn't make any sense compared to how this character has behaved in other situations that they would behave this way. So that kind of um colors it. There's an there's an episode coming up called Unfinished Business, which on the D V D it was a forty five minute um actually you know what? Let me make sure i'm right on that yes unfinished business was um it was a regular standard length episode and um on the dvd it's available like with an extra half an hour of footage in there it, it it's not a great episode with the extra half an hour of footage because you don't need a lot of it but they mm-hmm. basically film so much stuff that they just put it all in and there's some little scenes that explain but that's that's a great one um there's a um there's pretty much there's a one shot after that that's really good. There's a two parter that um, ends the half season, which is pretty solid. And then you get kind of back into like the one shot kind of episodes. There's an episode that comes up later in the season called "The Woman King," and you get in your mind these you know You get you get in your mind these great epic images. The Woman King. I believe it's actually a woman whose last name is King, <laughs> and it was setting up this major plot. Um, device for the end of the season that they abandoned. So the episode just kind of hangs there and doesn't really go anywhere. Um, And then you have pretty much, you have like a run of like three or four one-shot episodes. I see they
2: have an awful pun. I'm looking at the thing on Netflix on the episode breakdown. An awful pun. The sun also rises.
0: That's actually one of the best episodes of the season but it's but a shameful,
2: shameful title this should be a shame. there's an episode
0: coming up um later in the season in the last batch of episodes that um th- when the cast read the script there was literally a revolt on the set hmm. and they had to like fly in the executive producer to try and c- he had to fly in from los angeles to vancouver because some of the cast members were refusing to film it and it went ahead and there there's one character has a very dramatic line at the end of a scene and they're they're in the CIC and they and they have you know this line and they and they say something into the microphone and then or, or or into the telephone and then you're supposed to see them say that and then they just hang up the phone and then it goes to black and they say it and they put the phone down and they're actually on the blooper reel or on tape saying and that was when the show jumped the shark <laughs> Because they, they filmed it, but they hated it. And you'll know when you... I don't know if you'll particularly hate it, but they make a decision to go in one direction with the character, and uh-huh. the actors were not very pleased with that. Okay. And then um, the season let's,
2: Okay, let's take a look at season three of Doctor Who, since you just did that. Okay, this Christmas special this is Runaway Bride. It's it's really awesome. You'll get to see the bride. Who has a name? Her name is Donna. Okay. Um, And then it's obviously not a spoiler to say that she doesn't stick around since she's not on the cover of the dvd box set so that the first trigger of our episode is smith and jones which is really good the shakespeare code and gridlock which aren't aren't the best but they're pretty okay but then disc three we're getting into kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel here <laughs> daleks in manhattan and evolution of the daleks are pretty rotten there's a thing that looks like a penis, um oh God. and some really terrible American accents. And including a really terrible Southern accent. And some really terrible New York accents. It sound like it sounds like Mike I mean if Mike didn't have a New York accent, if you've heard Mike's imitation of Keza, it sounds oh like they, they it sounds like they had Mike dub these episodes. Um and the Lazarus experiment is also not one of my favorites. 42. 42 is actually the first episode I ever saw. I had no, no idea what the hell was going on. I watched it, and then it ended, and I was like, what the hell is this shit? I'm putting <laughs> something else on. And it was not until I actually got to 42, like, in my watch that I realized I'd seen it before. Human Nature and Family of Blood... Are fantastic you will love blank this is okay in fact i am predicting i'm pretty making a prediction i think blank will be ryan's favorite episode of all time once he is finished
0: i am predicting just for the record because i will forget in a moment the ending of the season is really it, they hit you over the head with a mallet like four times right up until the last episode and um, then we had to wait for a year and we were like what the fuck did we just <laughs> because it, like, the ending of the season was just so dramatic it, like the way they, they filmed it was so dramatic the music was, was different mm-hmm. everything was just it, you felt like you were watching a different show for the last two minutes and then yeah. that was it and then you come back and you have 20 episodes to wrap the entire season I mean the one difference that you're going to have now going forward is you will see everything from the Cylon perspective because you know who the Cylons are so you will have scenes on base ships you will see the car- you, you you will see you know the, the 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 colonials then you will see you know the, the Cylons and, and they'll be having their private conversations and you're, it's not going to be the show it was before but I think it's a much stronger show despite the fact that a lot of these episodes suck it's a much stronger show now and I predict that you might start writing by the next episode. The reason I say the next episode is the next episode kind of sets up what the show will be like going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, by the end of the season, you're going to be like, WTF? What the hell is that? By the end of the show, I will say the end of, of Battlestar Galactica is as epic as, um, what was the last episode I just watched? Was it Jer- Doomsday. Doomsday. It was probably as epic as, as Doomsday was.
2: Okay. And the, this, I really, I love the, the season three finale of Doctor Who. Um partially because of the the, character, the what happens. Okay. Um, and it's just, it's very good in general, and I'm very interested to see what you think of the new companion.
0: Okay. Um, now, wh- well, let uh, me ask you this. My prediction for season three of Doctor Who is that the Doctor is going to have a very hard time melding with a new companion he is not going to forget about rose if he does i think that'd be awful and i don't think that's believable for his character Mm -hmm. it's it's a tough show because like with galactica they're the ragtag fleet heading for earth so you kind of know where where the destination is um whereas with doctor who he's been doing this for 30 years you don't know where he's going i think that obviously i know that at some point he regenerates um that's actually,
2: that's actually, you talking about 10 regenerating? 10 Has regenerating. Has not actually happened yet. Oh, it hasn't. We are, where we are in the current canon is we have season season three, obviously, mm-hmm. we have season four.
0: There's a movie coming out tomorrow in, in England, is there not?
2: There is, it is a special, Um, yes it is. Okay. It's not actually airing here until next month. And what I was about to say is that for the past, since okay, season four ended in 2008, mm-hmm. in the spring, I think, And so since then, we've just been – there was a 2008 Christmas special, and there was a 2009 Easter special. Okay. And then there's a special tomorrow, which isn't coming here until December the 19th, so I won't be
0: watching it until then. Where do you watch Doctor Who when it originally airs? Do you watch it on BBC America? BBC
2: America. But I – depending – I mean, if you can finish up by December 19th, then you can obviously watch it. Um.
0: Whereas with Galactica, the good thing for you is you can watch everything on the on the DVD box sets. There there has been um there there was one TV movie that was aired during the running of the series that was sold um th- after season three it was such a um, long break and it was such a cliffhanger that they took the first two episodes of season four and they made it a flashback movie mm-hmm. um so that it, it's the story of Pegasus um you know under the command of Admiral Kane and under the command of um, Commander Leodama and it shows it's from the perspective of Leodama Dama's first officer. Yeah. Who obviously <laughs> is not there now because it's Duala, See? but...
2: The stupidest thing – see, the the reason I think – the reason you thought that season five had aired is because of Netflix, right? Because stupid Netflix has had a season five entry for like three years, and it's like just a picture of Matt Smith standing there like an idiot, and like a little summary that doesn't summarize anything because the thing hasn't even been finished filming yet. Right. So they're like, well, clearly the Doctor will fly around and fight aliens because that's what he's been doing for the past four
0: years. Yeah, no change. No change. So I don't know what to tell you for for my predictions because I will predict it will be solid character wise i hope that we i hope that we see rose again because i think her character ended on a very high note i i will not be disappointed if we don't because i think her character ended on such a high note and if we do have her back i hope it's something meaningful um i loved the character of jackie i wasn't sure what to make of her in the beginning but i love jackie i love mickey so
2: um let's talk about jack
0: Okay, um, I really enjoyed Jack while he was there, obviously, he is possibly still in like the fifty first century. not sure what's up with that right um, he is
2: possibly they possibly left him to you know yeah. take take the world back from the cable guy
0: he take the world back from the cable guy and I, I liked him i mean i hope we see him again um i, I believe
2: adore jack he no. is my favorite character by far
0: he is my harriet jones mp for fly Do- no one pissed me off about that he's joking with her hey harriet jones mp fly north Do- how'd the election go Won by strong majorities good like they're buddies they're
2: friends yeah and then not you so know much, see so the thing it drives me nuts about Jack is like you were saying they're buddies they're friends and then Rose comes back, and the doctor is like, "Oh, Rose, you have become the bad wolf. I must kiss you, and then I must carry your limp body into the TARDIS and immediately take you to safety without waiting to possibly see if Jack was alive." Did you
0: see the way he's? She just said "limp" right there. Your limp body. Because like she
2: was like, I mean, she was like badly. all dead and stuff, or not, was, not dead. And was, so, like, Jack is like, "Hmm, I've just woken up from being dead. Geez, I wonder what the hell happened." <laughs> and then he hears like the. does
0: that remind like, you, it's on um, the, the hell? it's the I mean, season one finale. I think it's either the season one finale or the season two opener when um when uh sharon agathon escapes on caprica in starbucks raider and starbucks like bitch stole my ride
2: yeah see exactly (laughs) you can imagine how kara and Hilo felt as they saw the raider flying away (laughs) times that by five million and that is probably how jack felt
0: i just have to point out at my wedding jen classic was a bridesmaid and jen classic was the entire game plan was i had People coming up to stay at my house, you know, for the wedding. And Jen was buddy buddy with our maid of honor. She knew her from visits to New York. So Jen was in the crash with the maid of honor. And it turned out I picked up Jen from the airport. We had plenty of room. So I'm, I'm like, why don't we just hang on to Jen and my mother can drive her back to the airport? Because my mother really bonded with Jen, like, daughter, she never had type of bonding. My mother left Jen. At the inn where we got married, like, left her there. Like, lights are off. It's a dark, abandoned road in the middle of nowhere. And my mother drove off and left Jen behind. So, it's kind of like the same thing. Yeah, it's like
2: Satellite 5, everyone else was dead. Everyone else had been killed by the Daleks. So, Jack is, you know, standing in the inn. The lights are off. Ryan's mother is driving away. Ryan's mother left Jack behind.
0: Right. Which I can totally see her doing So it worked out well So, um, okay, your predictions for season 3 Where will season 3 end?
2: Season 3 will end How about Hmm See, it seems like both seasons Have ended where they found a planet Okay So maybe season 3 will end where they found another planet Okay But then again, maybe they also won't be fooled By this ruse any longer And they will be doing something else.
0: So they find find a planet by the end of Season 3? Yes. Okay.
2: Either that or they're still hanging around New Caprica doing stuff.
0: Do you have any questions for me for Season 3? Are you looking for anything cryptic or have I cryptically spoiled you enough?
2: You have cryptically spoiled me enough. I am thinking about cryptically spoiling you. Okay. Season 3, like I said, has a new companion and I think it's not really a spoiler to tell you because you actually you predicted the doctor is having some emotional issues.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, someone from before, and I'm not going to tell you who because it could be Harriet Jones, it could be Adam, it could be the man that worked on the street in fear. Mm-hmm. Her comes back. Okay. Um. Let's see. Also. Obviously, I I do. I need to tell you there's another buzzword that you should be paying attention to.
0: No, but I'm sure I will find it. Although, yeah, wasn't it, there it, an episode where there there wasn't a buzzword? Was was it the fireplace episode that only I liked that there was no torchwood?
2: The fireplace episode had no torchwood me- mentioned, right? I don't know if. Oh, now you're making me think. Okay, not every episode I think has a buzzword reference. Huh. Cause um, let's see. I need a list of the season chapters.
0: well i will tell you this for season three of galactica off the top of my head i can think of three people who die i can tell you that people in the main credits die mm. um i can tell you that the season ends definitely on a wtf note although season one ended on a wtf note and season two ended on a wtf note so season three guess what will end on the wtf note um
2: Oh, also keep an eye out in season three or er, going forward. There are still spare bad wolves because she scattered them even to places they hadn't gone yet.
0: So they'll still show up. Yeah, that's. I think that's great that they didn't yeah. make it like a one shot wonder and that it keeps recurring during.
2: Right. The- um. Now I'm trying to think of where there was a torchwood. Um. Obviously, there was a torchwood in Christmas Invasion. Mm-hmm. Don't think there was a torchwood reference in New Earth. Torchwood obviously was the p- whole point of Tooth and Claw. I think there was Torchwood in school reunion. I think when like Mickey was hacking into the files, there was like Torchwood. okay oh, can I just op-
0: say I love the part we are in a car.
2: Yes, yes, we I are in a we are They, in they,
0: a they car. left Mickey in the car and they told him to crack a window for himself. So
2: bad. Um, the girl in the fireplace. There, you're right. There was. I don't think there was a Torchwood episode.
0: But I love um, that. I love the plot line of that. I know you yeah. guys didn't like the ship. Well. I just have
2: issues with the, the, the character, just the way the character trajectory is going for the doctor. Right. It doesn't make any sense for him to be like, oh, Madame
0: Pompadour, you know? I did like at the end that she was the name of the ship.
2: Yeah, I liked, I did like, see, it's like on some level. See, like I keep saying, I liked that episode before I shipped Dr. Rose. Right. So I can see how it is a good story.
0: Who do you ship right now? You were telling me earlier you ship Laura Tom Zarek.
2: Haha, <laughs> I kind of do. I kind of I ship Laura Bill and Laura Tom Zarek. In well, like
0: a, Laura and Tom Zarek are now in speaking I, terms I, with each other, whereas she wouldn't even shake his hand when they first. Yeah, him.
2: but I I think they could I think they could be awesome.
0: Well, they they definitely I I did enjoy the fact that when the Centurions were about to open fire, he pulled her back from the front and tried to shield her.
2: Mm-hmm. I love that. I think that's what made me, that's what made me ship it.
0: Wasn't there a point where where the chief was kind of freaking out and Ty almost like had to slap him? <laughs> so like, yeah. calm down, Yeah, um, the chief.
2: Made me- well, his wife just got kidnapped.
0: Well, I know, but he's
2: about to be killed. Like... I mean, I think I can. Be, he can be forgiven for being. I love. I love how Saul tells him, <laughs> "Stop freaking out. The last thing your kid needs is man for parents." <laughs> <laughs> like that. That is what makes the chief snap out of it. Not the thought that Callie will die. Not the thought that he himself can you might die. Like the it's last the fact thing that his child needs. might be left to be raised by Ellen and Saul.
0: <laughs> <laughs> your kid has enough problems without me. Is father. Can you imagine that? That's great. well, I love the part where where, Adama, where Lee is being a schmuck and Adama tells him to get his fat ass out of his yes, office.
2: I love that. See, this is this is like the. I hope that he loses weight soon because, like, you can have like the most dramatic scene ever, and just like fat Lee just cracks me up as a general rule. Although I
0: did love the, the thing that don't make me cry in my own hangar deck. I thought that. Yes,
2: was I mean, I, I I was like I said before, I was I liter I was literally laughing and crying at the same time. Like there were tears pouring down my face and like they pulled back to fatly well, when he napping.
0: climbed on the raptor
2: because i noticed he's moved his belt down under his belly yeah. like he's he's got his belt buckled around his like hips because it won't it won't fit on his waist anymore
0: so with uh, that, why don't we um, end here? Because I think I'm actually going to go and watch some Battlestar Galactica. Maybe PS will join me. Maybe yes. we'll record it and release it Oh, in
2: yeah. Why not? Hey. So uh,
0: with that, I am going to be jumping into Doctor Who Season 3 or Season 29, whatever the hell we're calling it. And I'm also going to be watching the original ones with the old guy with the checkered pants, which are like up to his nipples. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Um.
2: We'll, we'll talk about this
0: later. We'll talk about it later. So um, with that, hopefully you've enjoyed our uh, geek session. And I believe we'll have more sometime around yeah. Crossroads Part Two and yeah. whatever the hell ends season three. I think we'll be yeah. Back. I
2: think we should do this again since we're now now we're like in sync we're, because we're, you've watched two entire se- seasons and so have I. So
0: we're, we're synced. P.S. Both, and I both
2: shows have four seasons.
0: We tight like we're doing the fist bump thing uh-huh. that, that that the Doctor did with Mickey when he saw him also, which Michelle and Barack did after he clinched the nomination, so or the presidency. So uh, with that, I'm gonna stop referring to P.S. as my applause. Wife. Have a good night, everybody. Good night!
2: <laughs> warning! This is a warning reminding you that we are about to begin the Lay Down Your Burdens Part 2 commentary portion of this episode. The following segment contains spoilers for all of BSG, so if you have not watched all of BSG, stop listening now. Now.
0: And welcome back to the Puffo Exchange. This is Ryan. This is Matt. Richard. That was brilliant. There's there's two other people here with us besides myself this evening, and they actually went in some type of order for the intro. I am thrilled. I believe it was alphabetical. It was, well, yeah, it was alphabetical, I guess. Alright, uh, this evening we are watching and doing a quasi-commentary on the Season 2 finale of the new Battlestar Galactica. We are watching Lay Down Your Burdens, Part 2. Uh, this was actually uh, Matt's suggestion that we get here and do this exchange episode. Um, he he considers this to be... Uh, I think I'm quoting you right here, one of the, like the most... I don't know. What do you think about the, episode? Why the are you I, this
4: episode? I think it's one of the most well-written episodes in that how much it changed the story and how much... You know, It, it there was a point when it got boring just to see them going in space over and over. And yeah, it's true that Uh, they would face all these challenges but it's nice to see that there is another side to the story and that we get to see more and we didn't really ever get to see them living on a planet like that again until the very end of the season our uh, series when they came back and we got shots of Caprica before the fall. Right,
0: exactly, which I thought well, no, we'll do that episode too because I have a lot to say on that one. So (laughs) what we are going to do as we discuss this tonight is we're actually going to uh, turn on the episode Uh, this is Paraphic Weekly's you know, sister podcast, so of course we have no idea what we're doing, so we're going to attempt to all at the same time start laid down your burdens part two. we won't, but we'll try anyway, so we're gonna go with the old three 2, one click we are going to click when I say click, so it's three two one click and then click your click mm-hmm. on click right we're going to click on click we are going with it with, with click on click so these um, these directions are difficult they, they, we've done this eight times, and we still can't get it right so i just so everyone knows here I am on my um My menu here, and I am highlighting Lay Down Your Burdens Part 2.
4: Same for me. I'm over the play button on BS Player, where I have the file pulled up.
0: And of course, I accidentally just hit the button, so I am going back to the main menu (laughs) because I've already managed to screw the damn thing up. Alright, so Lay Down Your Burdens Part 2. 3, 2, 1, click. The The old style intro here. What I enjoyed really about BSG is that, um, like like all the time, like with a lot of shows, they get into a very familiar habit where they have the same intro to every episode and there's like a uniformity to the series. Even with like the second to last episode of the show, they were still redoing the opening credits and they were re-focusing everything.
4: You know what I have to say, just so we can know that this went wrong really fast, is I don't have the intro.
0: Hit pause, I'll tell you when to keep going. We're okay, watching.
4: I'm I'm paused on the silent occupied Caprica across the screen, right. so just come.
0: We're watching here, um President Roslyn and Doc Sherman Coddle, not to be confused with Sherman Pother, are giving away uh baby Hera and they just gave each other this look. And anyone in that room should have known that is not a good look, but everyone
5: wait,
3: wait. wait, wait, wait. Okay. I'm I'm in I guess I'm in an intro still because they're going through like
0: what happened previously. Yeah, 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 in the previous, when, yep, the intro of... I have, right now,
3: I have Head Six talking to Baltar.
0: I have Cavill talking to Chief Tyrell. I have Cylon occupied Caprica. We are doing so damn well here this evening, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Sue is listening to this laughing her ass off at us. She (laughs) doesn't even know what Battlestar Galactica (laughs) is, but she is laughing her ass off. Yep, okay. (laughs) And we're going to do three... Two, one, click. Okay. The Cylons were created by man?
3: Yeah, I'm all there right. now.
0: They evolved.
3: Yeah, now. Now we're together, finally.
0: Well, the thing that always cracks me up about this is they all wear the same clothes on the same day. Like the red velvet suit that they didn't use beyond season one. What happened to all of those? They must have had 300,000 of them. <laughs> I what I want to know
3: is uh, who is the distributor for the, the Cylon clothing folks. I mean, because if nobody makes them anymore, I guess they make them themselves.
0: Well, all the men Cylons are kind of, except Simon, they're all kind of chubby. So, you know, it's like hmm. Okay, from the way, I think, I made it must have made a mistake because when I watched it before like it went through something different. It may have been just a little bit later in the episode that may have started. Or
3: I know it. It started the first episode because what I did is I went in and set up my subtitles.
0: On you hit play. And I just
3: hit I hit resume episode and I guess it started the first one.
0: Well, I'm glad we caught it in time, or else you would have watched the entire wrong episode. I I just wanted to comment there that look that the president gave, Ca- uh, Cavill. The look the president gave, Doc Coddle. There, it's the look of we're breaking the law. <laughs> it's so obvious, but no one catches it. That was good there. The Chief, so afraid he's a Cylon, starts to lose his mind when, in fact, he is a Cylon. <laughs> but he is, poor fellow. I'd like to welcome, by the way, Sue at Duck's Foot to our podcast tonight. To keep the call working, we need a fourth player. So Sue is on the line, listening attentively, has no earthly idea what we're talking about, but she now knows that the Chief is...
4: Hey, I have a question. Are we allowed to talk forward? Or are we going right here? Yeah, at this? if you're
0: if you're listening to this, I think we have to talk forward. If we're going to talk about how this episode changed the series, we gotta talk about what comes.
4: Okay. Um, Richard
0: Helfer is hot.
4: Sorry. Well, I think I I think especially the chief part right here where he's worried about him being a Cylon is so ironic to the ultimate end that he comes. Well, it wasn't planned. It wasn't planned at all, which I think
0: is one of the great way well it's it's half luck and it's half talent the way they write these things because ron moore had that piece on the table and he took advantage of it which makes it look like it was foreshadowing but he could have easily not have um used that one of the things which um will be in the next episode that we're not going to watch this evening is that it's actually um a number five it's a it's a doral who um plucks out uh colonel ty's eye it would have been i think better in retrospect if they had it be um they had to be Brother Cavill who did it. Oh, yeah. So we're here to talk about this episode. Hey, in the- have
4: you guys have you guys reached Cylon Occupied Caprica yet?
0: Nope, we're actually uh, we're, we're going through the intros now. Okay. So uh, Lyndon Johnson is about to be sworn in there. 49,550. <laughs> I think that is the highest <laughs> number that we will see for the rest of the show. We drop down to like 41 in the next episode. Uh... You're gonna get ready to go. Here, we're gonna be starting scene one in a moment.
4: Okay, just give me a call out when go you see the. Go now. Okay, we're actually going good now.
0: Here we go. So this episode, and it's why we're t- discussing this one. If you, I think my opinion, real fast, is if you look at the show, the first season takes place over two months, and it's the immediate fallout of what happened at. The colonies. Season two, you have a very elongated uh, mutiny plotline or um, civil war plotline that gets resolved and you have a few standalone episodes and the show kind of hunkers along. And then you get this episode, which is the end of the Rosalind presidency, and it's probably the weakest you ever see the military um, on the show, we have stretches where the military completely overpowers the civilian government. In this episode, the civilian government completely overpowers the military by choice. And, um, there's incredible fallout from, from this event, you know, over a period of, I think, like 13 months between the beginning of this episode and the end of the, um, New Caprica arc. And then after that, the show kind of hunkers along until it reaches its natural conclusion. So I think this is the biggest, most dynamic shakeup,
4: and you know, like I have to say, though, uh, uh the scene in front of us, um, this scene with Chief Chief has always been one of my favorite characters. I, I actually, when I first watched a miniseries, I didn't like him, but this, this uh, plot line with him beating up Callie because she wanted to or he wanted to kill himself and she stopped him made his character a lot deeper, in my opinion. And what is helped move him toward what in my opinion is one of the best characters in the series
3: I'm kind of the opposite of you on that one bud because I was never really sold on Chief anyway and then this part and then I don't know maybe it's the writing or maybe it's just my distaste for the actor but like for me he just kind of like here started his downward slope personally for me
0: I just have to point out this is like one of the worst cases of battered women's syndrome you've ever seen he beats the crap out of her and she's like will you marry me (laughs) <laughs> like, it's like the, I was, well it's interesting too the plot because the chief starts the show and he's like the miles o'brien of the show he's the everyday guy who fixes the thing and over the run of the show he becomes you know the family man and he has the wife and the kid and by the end of the show he's left with literally nothing not even his identity and he's got he, you know his principles and you know his sense of right and wrong but he has nothing else left beyond that so it, it's a like a interesting arc that the Character has over the run of the show.
4: Hey, don't we find out at the end of the last episode that he's going to live in like Ireland or Russia? Well, or I somewhere? think the
0: theory was he would found Scotland and like he would be the ancestor of Scotty. Unfortunately, the Ice Age per, you know precluded that from literally happening. But yeah, he goes off and yeah, he he dies
4: alone. I wish he was in Ireland. I could say I was related to him.
0: I think, uh, well, I think the theory is he's uh, the grandfather of Scotty from Star Trek. Yes! <laughs> Anders, the, uh. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. Return of Anders here.
3: I'm a big fan of Halo, personally. Like, I don't. I've always liked him since he
0: gave up his spot to, uh. To Baltar. Well, he was never supposed to be in the show. He was supposed to give up his spot to Baltar and then, I guess, just, you know, die. But the, they brought him back and.
4: You know what's ironic is I've never liked Hilo. Me and Richard are just pure opposites.
0: Well, he's the moral compass of the show, but he was a. Well, you no, know the the one episode that pissed me off is the episode where he um he betrays Adama and prevents the destruction of the Cylon race, which I thought w- wounded the character of Adama because Adama basically didn't do anything. When in other episodes, he's he's broken the fleet in half. Over
4: like, yeah, like well. He- uh, right after new Caprico, when Starbuck and uh the colonel are down there you know making trouble, he pulls out a live gun and tells them to shoot him in the face and when uh, another guy stops him from completely destroying the enemy race he's just like ah, whatever yeah right.
5: exactly for starbuck she, I
3: like her but she's after after the whole farm thing she's completely
0: Emo one just crazy. Well, I think the baggage is yet to come.
4: <laughs> right right around the end of season three, isn't it?
0: Oh, I think near the end of season three, she's probably the calmest she's ever been. <laughs> when she's barreling into the nebula or planet or whatever it was.
4: Well, she's in suicidal, isn't she?
0: Well, she kills herself, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say so. A lot of uh, history being born right here with these two. Colonial. World.
3: Never. i was never a fan of the whole Darbuk and Anders angle
0: myself. I love this thing here where Rosalind starts swearing and then she apologizes to Tori, who you can tell has said worse that morning at breakfast. Like it just cracked me up.
3: Okay, like <laughs> I've never been. I'm not against Rosalind, but really, is the Secretary of Education really going to come in and be an effective leader in something like this?
0: You never know. Honestly, I mean. <laughs> You you never know. I think that's one of the 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 strengths of the story. You never know. You know, your bus driver could be a wonderful Secretary of Defense if just given the opportunity. But let's talk about how this this uh, episode changes the show. Let's use Rosalind first. Okay, the show starts. You have Rosalind, and she's you know that you're you're taking orders from a school teacher, and Ty is screaming her down. And then over the first few episodes, Adama, you know says you know i want her to feel like she's the president and you know we we actually do kind of need to respect the presidency so that the the only reason she has any power during season one is because adama allows it to happen it's like letting your kid you know steer the car in the parking lot you allow it to happen and then the minute she crosses him he throws her in the brig and then in season two you see the growth of why you know it's like saying, you know, we'll just take over Iraq and everything will be fine. Well, it doesn't work that way. You know, we'll just, you know, take over the civilian fleet and the civilians will fall into line. Well, no, they won't. They'll, they'll shoot back and throw coffee at you. So by this point in the show, Adama has realized that he needs the civilians and, and, and what does it mean if we treat these people like cargo? They do get to have a say. And by the end of this episode, you see Adama say, you know what? We're going to let the civilians do what they want, even if they die and even if they kill us all. And they almost do. So then from this point going forward, you know, it's screw democracy. Screw this. Like, after that point, Rosalind's throwing people in the brig left and right. And, you know, we're not even going to have, a, a, you know, representative form of democracy. We're going to have all the ship captains make the decisions. And this is kind of like the experiment with democracy that fails. So I like the fact that after this episode, they're like, eh. <laughs> elections, schlemections. We don't need
4: those crappy things <laughs> Well, well. well, do we know the time between New Caprica and the end of the series?
0: The whole series takes about four years, they keep saying, and you can imagine that the first uh, season is the first two months, and then the second season takes about seven months, and then you add in the missing year, so it all comes out to be about four years from start to finish.
4: Yeah. You because, know, like, wasn't it six months they spend on New Caprica after the Silence come?
0: It's about six months, and then it's a year there. Um, for, yes, you could argue they spend about 40% of the entire journey on New Caprica.
4: We just don't see much of it till the end. We get bits and pieces that probably equals out, though.
0: Well, they square dance a lot. We got to see that. <laughs> yes. There's a great deal of square dancing. So I like this episode where... It's so cute. It's Adama, and it's Rosalind, and what do the people want? And let's see they want to settle, we will settle. And then it's in later seasons. They want to settle, we shall shoot them. See, <laughs> <laughs> so <you> kind of... <laughs> it's sad, but it's... Thank God, don't do it again. Remember what happened last time? You know, 8,000 dead?
4: I-, I love when we first... Well, when we first found out that Cattle is uh, Cylon right here, when we first see him. Oh, yeah. Where the crap did he come from? You know he has to be, because why would they get... Why would they get
0: him to play some random dude?
4: Well, we already saw him in, like, episode 18 of season 2 when he was talking to Chief. I just blanked. What's the actor's
0: name? I can't believe it. I just blanked on the actor's name. Um,
4: I have no idea. Oh, I have
0: to look. I'm going to kill myself. Sue, if you're listening, I need to know who plays Brother Cavill from Battlestar Galactica.
4: Hey, I can pull it up if you want. I have the web, or I have the desktop player.
0: Roslyn praying with the friendly neighborhood Cylon.
4: Yep. Okay, I think I'm a couple of seconds ahead of you. I like Cavill. I think they ruined him in season
3: four, though. Made him really whiny. And-
0: but you have to love him in the uh, intro to The Plan, which is coming out. The plan is, we exterminate the human race yesterday. This is a great moment right here with Roslin. Shows how desperate she's
3: I love Baltar. He's
0: the greatest. Well, you know what it is? It's like, you you love him, and after a while, you're like, you know what? What he did wasn't so bad. He's a good guy. He he redeems himself. And then you're like, oh, yeah. He gave the nuke to Gina. Hmm.
4: I... I (laughs) <laughs> I I love his transformation in this character. Because first he starts out, then he's like a playboy. And then he's like the doctor who has the only hope for the human race to survive and know who the Cylons are. It's the growth of his he's... hair. It goes with the hair.
0: The longer the hair, <laughs> yes. the crazier he becomes. And
4: vice President, President, uh Banished, uh Jesus, I call him Jesus version. Then he's Soldier, and then we find out he's an angel.
0: These two have su- – well, the other one was the angel. But these two have such a great relationship or they have a great um interaction over the years because the- when one's up, the other's down. You know what I mean? It's kind of like Newt Gingrich and Bill Clinton. I mean, Rosalind at this point is at her lowest. She's on the verge of losing the presidency. She's on the verge of losing you know, the direction she wants to take the human race in. And Baltar's at his prime. And then she's in a jail cell and he's bringing – her her glasses, and then he's in a jail cell, and she's dumping psychotic drugs down his throat and <laughs> throwing pictures at him. I mean, they keep... And then by the end, they're friends and have coffee every day at four. So. I found it- endearing about Baltar, though, is he,
3: he just... He's a snake-in-the-grass kind of guy. He's He's weak, but he's... He's not really the courageous type, but... I don't know. Like, there's a lot of reasons to hate him, but... I
0: don't know. I've always just kind of liked the guy since the beginning. I just want to thank Sue. uh, Dean Stockwell plays Brother Cavill. Otherwise, uh, well-known from uh, Quantum Leap. This is the point here. She tries to reason with him because on some level he is a reasonable man. But isn't she really reasoning with him because she doesn't want to lose and have to move? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's my question. Where does she live? I mean, for some, it takes a while to settle, I'm assuming. Like, where does she go?
4: I assume she goes to Battlestar Galactica until they move down to the planet. Because later on we see those shots of her with, with um, Commander Adama so many times
0: i think ron moore said it um obviously we get on new caprica that adama and roslyn have a quiet evening together and obviously um they have a sexual relationship later in season four and uh ron moore made a comment like you know what i think this is the first time they get together you know and this is the fifth to last episode of the show or whatever he's like but mary and eddie oh he asked them they've been doing it since new caprica every single night <laughs> it's like they just have this own Version of a,
4: I remember when I first watched the miniseries, right around the end, I thought that there would be something between Rosalind and uh, Adama. And I I here.
0: Look at that look on her face. She is desperate, and she has the goods on him. And I'm waiting for him to try and like kill her right there, because she knows. And I thought that was a great shot where she doesn't know that Six is obviously there, but obviously the two actresses are side-by-side. Side,
4: oh. So. My my favorite, m- one of my favorite episodes is episode 17 of season two downloaded, in which we find out that Six sees Gaius. Yes.
0: She sees Headsick. Where the hell does Ellen get these clothes? Where in the <laughs> fleet do they have the pink ensemble? Still? Well, Where's the gap. I'm well, uh, <laughs> like, Where okay. the hell did she get that?
4: Well, we know she, she was moving to a different planet when, do we know that? When it happened?
0: I don't think we know well I think we'll find out more in the plan because obviously um
4: okay well I I seem to remember I'm not positive sure about uh uh more saying that she was moving or maybe in the episode, I can't remember, and she had most of her luggage with her, and so maybe that's how she had it. Well, it isn't thinking.
0: that flipping convenient. I had my yeah. old, like, this is the best scene here where, she, where Kara takes Sam home to, to dad to, to, you know, introduce him, and I love Cavill, take me to your leisure. <laughs> one's like, I'm
3: not a sideline, I'm not, then he sees the other one's like, I love that, the little nose oh, crunch.
0: It's like a oh, six-year-old yeah. is home. I love these two. Well, the funny thing is, he, I think, likes her a little bit more than he likes Lee, which is sad, but true.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Lee Lee turns into a lawyer and saves a dude's life that he hates.
0: I love this. It's like, hi, I'm the prom date. Hi, I'm ripped. (laughs) uh... Well, then uh, there's a moment coming up here where... um. Where the chief notices Cavill getting off the raptor and pieces together he's a Cylon. And I honestly think he's so flabbergasted he, like, forgets, like, is there a code for this? (laughs) He's like, Code Blue! Code Blue!
4: (laughs) Well, it's so... I have to assume that they just say one day over the intercom? You know, (laughs) dude, do they just say one day over the intercom? You know, if you see Cylon, just yell Code Blue. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's also the code for when Adama gets shot it's also the code <laughs> yes. for when the Cylons are invading
4: code blue which code blue
0: well the thing is the chief just beat up Callie the other day you think they'd shoot the chief he's attacking a priest <laughs> he's at it again <laughs> you-, you wonder who Not the uh, centurions boy. are who have to manufacture the 300,000 old man hats for Cavill <laughs>
4: I think when Chief's on the flight deck, he just detaches around the people.
0: Alright, the the question I have to have is, is during the, uh, however long, four-month, six-month occupation of New Caprica, none of the Cylons thought to space Rosalind. She spaces everybody. (laughs) She, like, has her own airlock. And she's back in the saddle again. Throws her back into prison.
4: Take him to the airlock. Uh, when, um when Kara first comes back from New Caprica and bring her and Hilo bring um which Sharon uh, oh. it's Athena okay Athena my bad um they bring Athena I remember like they're like they have the guns against her and Hilo's like no don't do it just let her go so they and he's like holding on the garden, and they're like Hilo let her go we won't do anything yeah, so then he she backs off and the, yeah, she's like out. yeah it's, throw her out the airlock well here's
0: the thing which I think is great about the evolution of Roslyn. It also shows you about ethics in this world because it's it's on some level they try and be like Star Trek we have to have ethics. Well, who has ethics three months after the world ends like people just don't think that way. you have Roslyn on the verge of stealing the presidential election. she's on the verge she's gonna do it and and Dama gives that glowing speech your cancer will go to your heart and you you're a good person you cannot. Steal an election and then she can't do it. And you're like, you know what? If she had done it, she would have saved like 10,000 people and blah, 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 But you never know. But that's the thing that, but, but the important thing is Rosalind's a good person and she wouldn't do that.
4: I love how, a year, lo-
0: but a year later, if she had to do it over again, she would steal the election in a heartbeat. So it's one of those things where you have a positive message, but then in the end, it, it goes so badly. She, like, oh, please,
4: she would steal. I love how we're spending so much time talking about something that's like about to happen. So we'll have nothing to talk about.
0: We'll, we'll miss it later. So it's good to get it out of the way now. Oh, good point. He looks like he could spit a hole through your face if he was angry enough at you. He gets that thing where he like walks up to you like LBJ and just wants to. I don't know. It's
4: very impressive. And then here's Kara drunk. Always fun.
0: Yeah, every scene, every scene has that little Kara drunk moment. Well, this is also the moment too where, um, we as the fans are wondering what the hell happened between Lee and Starbuck that makes them so cold towards each other at the end of this episode and we're like was it really because she was drunk and pissy with them in the locker room you no know,
4: you know every time she starts to pour drinks for a guy she's with I'm just waiting for her to pour the shot glass and then just take the bottle and like walk to the <laughs> other side of the room you know
0: well the thing that cracks me up is Katie Sackhoff is my age and I cannot imagine being as cool as Starbuck <laughs> <laughs> Katie Zavkoff actually, um, right after the show ended, she was diagnosed with um, thyroid cancer. She had to have uh, surgery.
4: You know, the whole reason I picked this episode besides it being my favorite is just so we can f- see fatly and hear what she said.
0: <laughs> I didn't recognize him. They had to do a
4: subtitle. <laughs> Am I
0: Bethany Adama? <laughs> Commander Pegasus?
4: Look at that look. That is not Dude, a happy man. I expected him to have a mustache. I don't know why. Every dude every dude in the army who's like, you know, going away gets a mustache. Yeah. Well, Donna gets one. Well yeah, but his son should have ridiculous one too. With it too. <laughs> but that is not a fake mustache. Yeah, what's the
0: deal here? Katie Sakoff has a cross um tattooed in her back, which they couldn't use because there's no Christianity, so they um over the break they're gonna get that huge tattoo. You know, the I think it's like a bird or whatever. If they link arms together, just to partially mask her tattoo on her back there.
3: It's a war right
0: here. Lee, <laughs> well, he, they never knew what to do with. I think at the very end, they give him some character growth in the last year, but he's the only what what
4: character. He's the only character who never gets any.
3: I don't know when this is revealed. Oh wait, he
4: does. This doesn't
3: work that well. I remember where. Um, I think it's in season four, where they do a back show where it's Zach and Lee and Lee yep. goes over to see to meet
0: final episode for the first time, and they're all getting all. Oh, she's spacing him. I'm <laughs> sorry. He is getting spaced. That is not a happy look from your president. <laughs> 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 look at this. It's
4: not me. I'm not a on the a... Oh, oh, oh well, w- whatever. <laughs> Okey dokey. i love how calm they are they're just like uh you know it turns out we kind of screwed up back there when we killed uh 15 million people whatever
0: the thing i thought was great about the scene is rosalyn is so clearly in charge and she is so clearly integral and she has like eight minutes left in office (laughs) (laughs) if she doesn't steal the thing And I thought this was interesting. Do the Cylons actually mean it at the time they say it? Did they have a change of heart after the fact?
4: I believe um, they did.
0: I well, think they th- thing- the thing about Galactica 2 is, like, every five episodes, they change the basis of the series, and they keep it going and moving in different directions and weaving. And this episode, Hilo's the XO, and the next episode, Gata's the CO, and the next episode, it's back to Ty. And, you know, they have different kegs in every episode, and everyone gets new jobs all the time, and they all move, and they all get new clothes, and they keep the show fresh. So in this episode, uh, we just moved into the colonies. We just had the Centurions all plant new trees. Now we've decided we want to move.
4: It's like. I just got finished making the place so much nicer. Yeah, it's like.
0: We're done. You can go home. Sorry about the 50 billion people we killed, but, you know, shit happens. (laughs) It's so weird to look at Ty and see two eyes looking back at you. Isn't it, though? Mm. Yeah.
4: I love how in the one shot where it's behind Adama, it actually looks like Adama's in the jail cell and Cattle's talking to him from the outside.
0: Well, the, everyone's. Well, no, it's really bad, too. Like, after the season, they have to get a bigger brig. <laughs>
4: <Yes>. <laughs> they
0: use, um, they use Athenas.
4: Where did they keep all the people from the rebellion? Like, at the very they end They threw them series.
0: on the, um, Astral Queen. They threw them on the, uh, Zarek's old, uh,. Barge.
4: Oh, okay, because I was wondering, like, do they just give them their own ship? I'm like, yeah. Well, There's one thing, thing
0: about the finale I never got. They gave Racetrack all of the nukes humanity had. I'm like, was <laughs> like, she the bitch who signed up Like, I, I cheered
4: when she died. I was like, like yeah. Well, let's give her the six nukes, six nukes on a raptor that can blow everyone up. And she, like, loads them just for the hell of it because she's bored.
0: Look at Adama. He's like, can we space these idiots now, please? Well,
4: He's she... Not- well, does she pull the trigger when she shoots them in the final episode? She's just like, you know what, I'm about to die, so who cares if this hits Galactica and they all die too,
0: whatever. Well, she's dead and she gets jostled now.
4: Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, she's sure, already dead. Yeah, they're going down. Sorry, boys. It's not going to bode
4: well for you. Election day.
0: This is the strongest the fleet will ever be. They have two battle stars without dents in them.
4: Hey, you know, you know what? <laughs> Everything's I, fine.
0: We're going good. We got hey, ships. We got you people know on them.
4: With, I know, like the Galactica doesn't have network computers, but are you telling me that they honestly are counting these ballots by hand on paper?
0: Worked in Florida. Oh,
4: yeah. You're well, right. Florida is evil. Florida is horrible.
0: Well, the thing which I I don't know how they thought they were going to get away with it was at the very end when they bring out the fake container with all the fake ballots. They're not going to realize on the ship with sixty three people on it, eight hundred and forty one all voted for Rosalind. Like they're like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they needed more than one box. You know what I mean? It's just I don't know.
4: I don't. Ex- I don't exactly get what happened there anyway.
0: I think I'm remembering this correctly from the uh, Ron Moore podcast. You're going to see the the chalkboards up with all the totals of who voted for who and who voted for who. And he just threw numbers down on the paper when they were writing the episode, hoping someone would fix them later. And I don't think they ever did. So I think every (laughs) single person in the fleet voted. So there's no children in the entire fleet. Like every person voted.
4: No, wait, is that before they stole the election or after? I think
0: so. If you look at the numbers on the boards, I think there might be more people than
4: that <laughs> like, shot, I, that I shot tell- is
0: stolen from uh the Deanna Beers um little documentary on Galactica there, they stole that. Well look at this this is what, one one of the ways the show changes. They're all worried about who's gonna win the election. Like I said before, a few years from now they're not even gonna <laughs>
4: We dude, have elections. I, dude, I love how forty-eight thousand people have already voted. Like, I, I added up the numbers really fast. I do calculus, but um, I added up and it's like forty-eight thousand nine hundred and seventy-two.
0: So Rosalind has a really cool chair in this episode, and they—I don't—I don't think they ever have that chair again. So God knows what the hell they did with it on New Caprica, but she has a different office chair for the rest of
4: the series. No, it's forty-five thousand. My bad. Okay, Wait, look, so they're up to forty-five thousand now, but they haven't flipped the vote yet.
0: Like, what if it was off by—you know what I mean? Like, they should know, have been.
4: I don't get that though, because Rosalind's four thousand votes behind, and there's. 4,000 votes left, it's so the do they steal three. all of those?
0: Every single person voted for Rosalind.
4: <laughs> That's not suspicious at all.
0: No, no. Well, if you need to call some
3: Grassroots campaign. <laughs> yeah. Work for Kennedy. had the DFA in there helping her out, I guess. Exactly. Calling Jeb Bush
0: right now. <laughs> I, love,
4: I love how the secretary is like, you know, you have to report in. The secretary? She's the Cylon! <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know that. She's talking to the other Cylon. She's I, talking secretary. to the other side. This is Cylon-led <laughs>
0: insurrection against democracy.
4: Dude, how often does the secretary just, like, call the colonel on, like, Air Force One <laughs> and be like, you know, um, <laughs> uh, time every, to steal well, the, the election?
0: The thing I think is great is Ty never used to like Rosalind. I was like, yeah, I'll swing it. <laughs> She's not bad. <laughs> okay, can we just talk about how much that? Gaeta- while meaning well fucks up the human race during the run of the show he steals <laughs> yes he is responsible I, I, for the presidency of Gaius Baltar and the insurrection
4: against Adama. at the at the beginning, I loved his character, and at the end, I absolutely hated it.
0: well, he kept hobbling around scratching his leg. it was weird
4: he I got that I got that um <laughs> I got the sense of tie right after New Caprica at the end where he was just kind of pissed off at everyone.
0: I don't know. Well, Ty, I think, at the beginning of the show, is the meanest character that you like the least. And by the end of the show, he's the only character with morals. (laughs) You'll love him.
4: Over over the show, Ty sobers up and um, Adama is like a drunk.
0: Well, I heard on another podcast someone even said, by the end of the show, Ty has just seen everything and done everything. That, that, like, Bill will come to him drunk and he's like, you know, I've lost my faith in humanity. Bill, I've been there. Really, it's gonna be fun. like nothing phases him. Your wife is a Cylon. Hmm. Like, like nothing phases him anymore.
4: Well, he's a, after he found out he was a Cylon, his world ended him.
3: No, he actually. Four thousand votes for Roslin. Yeah. Well, I
0: <laughs> it's Twenty-eight
4: thousand. And some of the people who voted for Baltar, they changed their minds.
0: <laughs>
3: I guess he gave the no new text.
4: 21,000 for Gaius, and last time we checked, it was 17,000 for Roswin. So 4,000 people on the four ships all voted for Roswin. It's the so, Pooh Barge
0: uh, ship, the Pooh Barge from season four. <laughs> isn't yes. there some
3: kind of, like, a like a runoff thing? Like,
0: if they're entirely too close? Oh my god, <laughs> like, it's all
5: This is no. not
0: possible. And Tom Zarek is like, Laura Rollins, Wait, how Lord is that, that possible? Well, I just love
4: the fact. Yay, we have jobs, even though we got nine thousand votes. Like,
5: wait,
0: seven thousand
3: votes, and there's only.
4: Dude, now she's like, she, did it say she got twenty-four thousand and guys had twenty-three, yeah. yeah. but she had seventeen and guys had twenty-one.
0: Everyone so was... voted for Rob. <laughs>
4: like, wow. Yeah, it's
0: it's pretty wow. good. Well, I just love the just the different characterizations here, where, where Zarek is like Laura Roslin doesn't have a dishonest bone in her body. I'm like, do you watch the show? <laughs> <laughs> she no. throws political dissenters in the prank and makes them scrub things. It's awful. But, I've got
3: I got a few issues with some of this part. Like, I think to me it seems like since the beginning they're they're focusing entirely too much on implementing democracy after this. Entirely catastrophic event. Like maybe they could uh, keep focus elsewhere. And then you got Zarek here, who's really still is a terrorist. Not like in the uh, wait 911? That, that Obama was tied to. What is that guy uh, Ayers? Yeah, it's a little bit different than that. But he's they pulled him out of jail two and a half weeks later. He's like he's like a campaign manager.
0: What's going on? Well, I think the thing too when you look at it is like. Take Bill Ayers. Everyone considers, you know, what Bill Ayers did to be this, this awful, terrible thing. Once your planet blows up, it kind of like puts it in perspective that, you know, it, that's a much lower key incident, which isn't right, but it's kind of how you go. And I think one of the problems the show has in the first year is, because the first year takes place over two months, by the end of the first year, everyone's kind of settled and everyone's kind of fine and, and we're getting on with our lives. But it's really only been like six weeks since your planet blew up. Like be, <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas now we're nine months later and the whole prick is... I'm with over. that, but I mean, like, okay, say Earth blew up and say Ted Kaczynski was still alive.
3: Like, we're not going to pull him out and let him be in the federal government, are we?
0: Well, it depends who's voting for him. <laughs> if I you're love he T- was T- a genius. <laughs> <hometown>. <laughs>
4: I love how they misspelled Gaius' first name.
0: I can't even spell the damn thing. I think the a, a better um, comparison would probably be to um, maybe Northern Ireland. I don't know. Ireland? I mean, I mean a, a terrorist is a terrorist is a terrorist, but someone who is more sympathetic to the public that you could actually, even though he someone does an awful thing, you could feel bad for them versus someone who just obviously you can't.
4: Oh, and about the thing where Guy says that uh, Rosalind doesn't have a dishonest bone in her body, do we forget that she said, we won't hurt the Cylon, let go of her, and then (laughs) throw her out the airlock? (laughs) She's like the meanest kindergarten
0: teacher ever. Well, I mean, how do we know how much pain the airlock actually causes? I'm thinking it must be mildly substantial. I think it's
4: instant (laughs) death.
0: Um, Can I let you go? I have Colonel Ty on line B. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, would sit hit it, at, Yada? <laughs> like,
0: Yeah, these two get along famously after there no chance of,
3: wait, Yada called Adama first, right?
0: Yeah. Is there no yeah. chain yeah. of command on this boat? Well, I think he thinks Colonel Ty is going to sit on it, so he <laughs> uh, goes up to the top. No, I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, I think um, the way they describe Zarek is it was a very controversial... Um, situation and while he did kill people and he did blow up a building it was you could view it through some type of lens as you know fighting an occupying force so some people loved him some people hated him I-
3: uh, there People say that, uh, you know, one man's terrorist is another's freedom fighter or whatever,
0: but. I mean, I guess the thing in like the scene we're looking at now is at the end, you know, people would be so upset. Like I think if, if the, if the incumbent president survived, he would be the most hated, viled person on the planet or on, in the fleet because he allowed this to happen. Whereas Rosalind is able to come up and say, I will save you. I will, I, you know, I am from the government. I am here to help. And this is the people's first real chance to have some choice over their lives. So I think people would really jump for it. I'm surprised that it was as close as it was. I thought either Roslin would win with every single vote or she would win with none because people would be so desperate to listen to anyone who would protect them. And I think, I don't know how she would have won it because if you're, it's one thing for Adama, you know, in his stately wardroom, you know, and he, his life hasn't changed at all because, you know, his son's there with him and he's got his booze and everything's, you know, the same as it was before. And then you have, you know, Rosalind who gets, you know, the, you know, colonial one and she gets to decide where the human race goes. And then you've got people who are literally like shoved in the trunk of their cars and they're, you know, in the airline seat. They were supposed to be in for two hours and they've been sitting in it for seven months. I mean, they're going to want to go anywhere and want any oh, yeah. type of
4: change. And- Well, we find out Rosalind's characters are a lot deeper, again, in the series finale. Her, uh, was it her sister and her father died?
0: Two sisters and father. Her whole family got wiped out.
4: In a car accident, and she found out she had cancer, so. Same day. Yeah, so she is a very strong person for what she does when she thinks her life's over.
0: Actually, not same day. It's about 10 years later. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. And it shows how far the characters come from... Wait,
4: wait, 10 years later?
0: That took place before the president ran. Look at her right now. She's on the edge of her seat. She's hoping Adama will say, You know what? Why don't you just stay? (laughs) Which is what he would say two years later. (laughs) Could you imagine, like, in the middle of the fourth season, Adama saying, Let's just let Baltar run the fleet. (laughs)
4: Well, that's what that's what everybody like when the season finale well, our series finale came out. Um, when we didn't know if Baltar was going to go with them or not, didn't people think that we were going to leave him in charge of the fleet? Yeah, who
0: else is left? Like, Admiral <laughs> well, Hoshi.
4: yeah, like Prosky, the 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 dude that I think is blind. This right
0: here, it's a decision they had to make to keep their souls, but it's absolutely, absolutely the wrong decision. Because, because you're letting the people decide, but these people are, we're talking about crazy people. These are people whose whole families are wiped out and they've been trapped on their airplane for seven months. You don't let them decide things because they're crazy people. Whereas I think Adama, Adama and Roslyn have the, um, have the mindset to not care for these people because they're so far removed from their plight, but to be at least rational thinkers.
4: Well, at least Adama, because he hasn't changed, and Rosalind, because her world had already ended, so she doesn't see it, I don't know, is that bad? Is, like, yeah. it's not that bad to her, I don't know.
0: Rosalind failed, she can't bring the the people to Earth, and she can't be president, and she failed. And Adama failed, and, the, and that's it. I mean, I would have loved a scene to see, like, you know, like, Rosalind move into Galactica or find out what would have become of her, but... That's it. Sometime someone else wins, and they're gonna give it up.
4: <laughs> I love how guys is like, "You're gonna tell me she didn't?" Like, there went all respect for her. Five minutes ago, he said he doesn't have a dishonest bone in her body. Obviously, he missed the whole "Hilo, uh, we won't hurt her" thing because now she's like, "Okay, she just tried to steal an election."
0: he wasn't there for that. Well, you think the first <laughs> thing he'd be thinking is... Well, actually, no. I was about to say, you think the first thing he would be thinking would be, you know, obviously they're being honest because they're telling me about it, but then you would assume that he's talked to Gaeta and he knows the full.
4: Well, obviously they're best friends. Okay, how
0: long are you a lame duck president? He's the president-elect and he's ordering them to New Caprica. Like, <laughs> did he take over in an hour?
4: <laughs> like, how oh, long yeah, is... <laughs>
0: clean out your office by the end of the day?
4: It's like Bob, the janitor, getting fired. And I
0: love this too. He gives over all of his power to the presidency, but it's still Adama and he will literally kill you with his eyes.
4: <laughs> you know, if I could only go back to first season and take back that military coup, When I first watched this episode, I was half convinced that yeah, they would just say, you know, now that get- Baltar's in power, you know, we're kind of taking the government away.
0: Yeah. We try. Hey, <laughs> you know what? The- it wouldn't have made sense if they haven't already tried it once before. <laughs> yes.
4: Next- She's like, I'm totally awesome. This
0: is not a good
4: day. Now, this is the booze ship. I- I- boo ship. That's still the question to everyone I've ever seen this show, including you on podcast, where do they get all of the booze?
0: The same place they get the cigarettes, I don't know. They 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 have to have, like you said, like a booze ship, like a booze manufacturer.
4: I'm convinced
0: I'm okay, convinced. Okay, he is the love child of Jesus and Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where he gets his wardrobe from because we know he didn't carry it with him. We saw him get on the plane. <laughs> Gina, now after we've seen her in um Fraser and in uh Pegasus and you know, just this incredible rape survivor and Cylon occupying force and spy and everything and you know plays on people's emotions. She played on Admiral Kane and all this stuff. She's now like, you know what, guys? I'm sorry. You're such a prick. <laughs> like, <it's just> like, <laughs> I can't even fake this one. Like I don't know. I love how I never our... actually watched
4: Razor. You oh, never really? watched Razor? You need to watch Razor.
0: Oh, very good. Yeah, I'm
3: not you? a fan of the the chick who plays uh the captain. What's her name? My favorite Admiral
4: part Kane? my favorite part in Razor is the classic silence. Kane
0: is in it very briefly. It's about uh Leadama and his first officer.
3: I don't like Leodama
4: though. Wait, wait, Razor? Razor, isn't Razor about the backstory of Pegasus?
0: It is, but it runs through the second season and um the hybrid and everything. Oh, I like the hybrid.
5: Uh,
4: look at look at
0: Baltar here. He's walking out, and she's like stop. and he's like, "I will take my pants off now." <laughs> <laughs>
4: he's like, oh.
0: "The stuff we never did during the Rosalind administration." <laughs> <laughs> She had one suit. Okay, now she's been raped 817 times. Wow.
4: <laughs> well, you have to admit she was kind of a whore for the first season. What?
0: Are we talking... To- i look at her back. It kills me that Trisha Helfer has played eight hundred and. 17 well, different
4: okay, things. just let me say that when I said that, I was talking about six.
0: Six yourself, not Gina. Yes, <laughs> <That's... laughs> I'm about to. That's This is about as graphic as you can get on the Sci-Fi Network. The show is on HBO, right? Look at Baltar. I'll give you ten minutes. I every
4: have to go. every time <laughs> I watch the food, every time I watch the food processor ad at like 3 a.m., I'm convinced that dudes going to take his shirt off and dance. Paul turns <laughs> a little pudgy there. Hey, well, don't pudgy. forget in a year he's like playboy president.
0: Doesn't he get sworn in? Well, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> Here he is getting forward. sworn he's in. He's actually sworn in while he's having sex. <laughs> you,
3: That's one uh, way to do it. Some people like to lay their hands on the Bible, some like to lay their hands on six or whatever.
0: Yeah, look how far the presidency has moved. You have your orders. Like, when did Rosalind ever order Adama to do anything?
5: You have your orders.
3: I'm going to show her backlight up like they did the other, the Caprica 6. Look at
0: Rosalind. She's about to charge forward and, like, kill the priest and take back the (laughs) presidency.
4: I can do the golem sound effect. I
0: wonder where he got the suit.
4: From Ellen's wardrobe.
0: <laughs> That'd be great if he showed up in the pink uh, wardrobe suit. <laughs>
4: yes. <laughs> if it was a suit, he could do it. He he could say, this is my pimp suit.
0: He might want to like, pick up the pace here, guys. you got to get sworn in half
5: an hour. Like, <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, when you give the crazy chick the bomb, <laughs> she may use it. <laughs> like, like, why like, would you do that? I mean what why?
4: He wanted to sleep with her, so he gave her a nuke. You know, you know, I just have to can't you think about this? He says, Okay, give Watch me Watch the aide in the background next to
0: the priest. Then, when he's like, I'm going to sign my first executive hey. And she's like, Hey, I never thought <laughs> of that Like we like I didn't write the damn thing for him already.
4: Um I, I love how Gaius never thinks about, hmm, give her a nuke. She won't have sex with me. Finally, she's like, you know what, uh, I've been raped. But you know what, I'll have sex with you. Now, don't you think that she might just be giving up?
0: I like how Adama steps forward to, like, shield Rosalyn. Kaboom!
4: He,
0: he steps forward to shield Rosalyn from the executive order. <laughs> there
5: you go. Just
0: punch Gaius in the face. You don't give... How many ships do the man they lose that ship? They lose that ship. They lose they, that ship.
4: I assume they had 52 ships at the very beginning. 50. They
0: kept changing. They kept recalling it. I love that. It hits the camera and the camera starts spinning.
4: Oh, yeah. That is my favorite. One of my favorite things about how the Cylons found them is they detected the nuclear explosion when they were just over a light year away and they didn't find out for a year because I, I just love that.
0: Thank God they don't nuke Galactica in the last episode. We may not be here. <laughs> Oh, Google. good point. Now, know this. Wait
4: take... a Like, wait a second. Didn't Racetrack fire those nukes?
0: Yeah, but different place, different place. Uh, oh, yeah. he took down the, um, picture of the dying soldier on Caprica and he took down the <laughs> chalkboard. And his, you know, he know? To put up the big ass picture of himself.
4: Hey, you know what would suck if Racetrack, uh, shot a nuke and it went inside. I I don't know force field of Galactica. Right as they jumped, and it exploded and killed everyone.
0: Well, that would have sucked. Or they could just jump a raptor next to it and blow the hole. I mean, <laughs> yeah. All right. So right now we're leaving behind uh, the first two seasons of Galactica with the ragtag fleet following the gleaming battle star with
4: you know the the
0: democracy-driven Laura Roslin and the.
4: Government hating honestly drama. it it, yeah. it almost becomes a dictatorship at this point,
0: it does, but that works so much better for them. I'm sorry, there's forty thousand <laughs> people left you know I mean something is to be said for the fact that I think Roslin says it in the third season, everyone is a victim of the Cylons, and everyone is tormented, and everyone is been so badly abused that you can't make a rational decision. so let a few people who have living rooms do it. I don't know great shot right here well, with uh
4: Is, who are you gonna give the president's job to? The school teacher? Or the scientist? Well, you notice
0: in the last season everyone gets a shot. Leah Dama's president for a while, Tom Zarek takes it over, and then they give it to the blind guy with the dog.
4: What is his name? I cannot
0: remember. Romo Lambkin. Well, there was actually a, um, <laughs> oh, the actor who plays Romo Lampkin at the end. They went to the, um, the screening of the final episode and the whole cast is in the theater and, you know, they're all watching up at the episode. They're all clapping and cheering with, the, you know, the production crew and all the invited guests from sci-fi and everything. And when it gets over, the actor who plays Romo gets up and says, I'm still the effing president! <laughs> yes! <laughs> and with the hair of Baltar goes the seasons. It'd be great if it came back, if his hair was just a little bit grayer.
4: (laughs) He never ate his... Here's my question. Where is Rosalind's chair? And what's with the Playboy women, and where did they get those outfits?
0: I I think they came with the women. Well, the thing which amuses (laughs) me greatly, too, is I I made the chair joke to Danielle when I watched this the first time. In the next episode, he has a new chair. Like, the Cylons buy him a new chair, because it's not that one.
5: That's
3: they also buy.
0: Hmm.
3: That would buy something to do. Right? Hmm? So New nice hmm. chair.
0: Well, you know they. Oh, how have... building the prison. The worst chief of staff. Well, how about start... the colonial one? Goodness.
5: Um. Bachelor ship.
0: I'm I I feel bad saying this with the recent death of Senator Kennedy, but he is on more drugs right now while president than JFK was. Well
4: we only know about those pills. We don't know about anything else.
0: He's drinking with the pills and
4: Well Well, drinking, smoking and taking pills, isn't that what everyone knows? And where does he get the pills?
0: From the booze
4: ship. <laughs> The booze ship also holds prescription medicine.
0: Yeah. They, have, they have a stream and they've got some tents.
4: <laughs> Here we are—the part that I've been waiting for. The back end of Colonial One. <laughs> <laughs> no. Here we are. Are we gonna? I love least, seeing it all right? empty. I love seeing this all empty. It's just such a big deal.
0: Well, this is essentially it. It's You get to have so much character growth happen off-scene, and it's perfectly reasonable. And you've got Adama who gives up just enough that he'll let the chief go and have his life. And he'll let Ty go down to the planet, and he'll go to Kara's wedding. I mean, I think that the flashback scenes they filmed really bridged the year well. Because there was promise. A new Capricorn might have been okay. And even Roslin's like, you know what? I can deal with this, and <laughs> Altar still managed to screw it up, and here we are now.
4: And that's, of course, that's not a fake mustache. Of course, i had
0: known him. It probably is. He could grow that thing in on lunch. <laughs> I think he had a mustache in the Selena movie. I think he. I think he favors it.
4: My favorite. My favorite scene is the flashback where we see Ty and um. Uh, Adama when they're younger, and with Ty they actually try to make him look younger. But with Adama they just give <laughs> him like a fake. <laughs> you recipe. can't make Edward
0: James almost like younger. I'm sorry, can't have it. Can't happen.
4: Yeah, when I first saw him I thought he had a bunch of scars in his face.
0: It's really bad acne. <laughs> I love Ty. He's staying at his post. He's not leaving. He loves his Bill just a little bit more than he loves his wife.
4: Where oh, did he crazy. get Where did he get a United States cigarette?
0: I think uh, they made them first. They left us the recipe.
4: Oh, okay. Because it seems like all the cigarettes are the black ones that um, you know, Gaia smokes because obviously he has the uh the uh fleet's whole cigarette supply.
0: The ones from Vancouver. And he does. Adama blames himself for this. Well, the other thing, too, is if people leave for the planet and don't come back, what's he going to do? Call the president's office and have them picked up? I mean, hmm. Adama can't do anything either. I love these two. These two are the...
4: How did they move 39,000 people down to the planet? Raptor by Raptor?
0: Oh, they had some time. I, lo- I think for these two ah. men have the strongest relationship of anyone in this show. Hey, it takes about two years for it to turn bad for a while, but...
4: Hey, is that the lighter that he gives Lee in a later episode?
0: A uh, prior episode, but I think it may be, yeah.
4: No, no, it's it's the Gaius, uh, the Gaius trial episodes that he gives the lighter to Lee, isn't it?
0: Nope, it's no, he actually um, wants Lee to die in that episode. It's the one where he goes to the asteroid.
4: Oh, and he says, don't, he he, don't die, bring it back to me.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, it's hysterical. He's like, if you look at the, if you look at the lighter and squint, you can kind of make out my dad's name on it. When you look at it, it's written in big block letters on the side of the thing.
4: That that wasn't the lighter though. It was a green lighter. So whatever happened to that lighter?
0: I don't know what you're
4: talking about. No, the the lighter with his dad's name on it, the grandfather.
0: That was he gave it back to Bill. So that was it.
4: Yeah, but You've- Bill. We just saw Bill light a cigarette, and he was using this green lighter. Why doesn't he use his father's? Oh,
0: I thought that was his father's.
4: No, that was, <laughs> that the, the, it was green, and it had weird humps in it. Uh,
0: I think that was it, but we can check it later. I hear, I believe. I don't know if it is here based on when they filmed it, but I believe this is actually Katie Sackhoff's real hair, and she actually cuts it live on film in an upcoming episode. Mm-hmm. Although I'm told by women, I know, one of them perhaps being Gen 2, that your hair would not grow that fast.
4: Did Ron Moore ever explain how Pyramid Ball works?
0: I don't think he knows, but I think we can kind of figure it out by squinting.
4: Hmm. I I look at it, and I think it has something to do with tackling people and throwing the balls at the holes. I went camping
0: this last week, and I had better provisions than New Caprica does. at least had fake wood paneling.
4: Well you're not stuck in space with fifty other thousand people rationing supplies.
0: This is so cool just how they do this. They so change every single character on this show.
4: Oh that's
0: yeah. Doc Coddle remains the only doctor.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but the the other doctor appears out of nowhere. Remember? The, other do- the one that's killing off the um
0: Oh the Sagittarians.
4: Yeah, the Sagittarians. That that guy. Maybe Where he does... works on
0: the he might work on the Pooh Well there must be <laughs> other doctors
4: Where does he come from? And how come they're like they're like in a war scene and they're like, We need everyone we can. The president who's a school teacher, coming and being a nurse.
0: Well, she had not long to go. I love this true. It's the uh the old Cylon couple here. This is great too. It's what the hell happened? <laughs> That makes Lee hate <laughs> Starbucks. And why is she like
5: Ty, fuck!
0: I love you. Well, they actually cut the scene. There's a scene from. Um, I, I uh, love taking the I- break from all your worries. I believe there's a missing scene that shows why Ty and Starbuck
4: I- could tie in. I love Chief in this scene because it's this- so realistic. This speech is um.
0: Who that? I- I'm I have the closed captions off right now, so I can't hear it. But I believe this is one of the. Is it Karl Marx? I, I don't know who's whoever gave this speech here. This is a, an actual speech, and they had to get uh, permission to use it. I can't rem- remember it without. It. I love this.
4: I love the weird way he says levers, levers. I say levers.
0: This is how far humanity has come. You're happy to see <laughs> Colonel Ty and Ellen thinks this is exciting.
4: <laughs> oh yeah. Like the classic. um the commentary to one of the final two episodes. And Jin talks about the girl in the strip company. He's like, those boobs are not real.
0: Like Jen knows. (laughs) Wait,
3: we can't, we don't have enough antibiotics to go around, but we have boobs, cigarettes, and fun clothing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and it comes out. And we're keeping them. We're keeping the antibiotics for our Viper pilots that can't fly because we don't have enough people left to launch the damn Vipers.
4: Even though Goss takes a pill every two minutes and we don't know where he gets it from. And they live in a
3: refugee camp. Like I've seen, like the people who got evacuated from New Orleans at least got nice campers. These guys are living in tents. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, I, I I actually think the people from New Orleans would kill to live on New, Apric- New Caprica during the Cylon occupation.
4: You know, you know what I have to say? Where did they get all the tits? Because it's, aren't these all like Poop wow. ships and Battlestar yes. Galactica and Colonial One and like a few like? They right?
0: disassembled the Tarp ship. And they, used to- <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> the they haven't really introduced to that many
3: ships, to be fair. Like I know we've seen. Colonial One, Galactica,
0: Cloud Nine. Uh, okay, he's pissed off cars. all of these people now. He is pissed off all of these people. <laughs> well, the thing which I think is, um, great too is where they get the trucks? Now look at Laura. She's the only person who was enjoying herself at the moment.
4: Now, who, who is that?
0: That is the adopted mother of Hera. Yeah. Who Laura is still keeping an eye on. Which is good because even though she's no longer the president, it gives you the sense that during this year she's actually taking her, uh... I it's
4: like the former president. I love this episode because the former president's a school teacher and the chief of deck is the leader of the Workers' Rights Union. And- well, if you notice,
0: <sighs> she's actually underneath whatever the hell she's wearing right there. She's wearing the top of her... Uh, the only outfit she had in the first (laughs) season. Remember from the first episode? That's the dress, that's the coat (laughs) that she wore when she got uh, sworn into office. Which is good, because in the beginning of the show she only had one outfit, so she would wear it in different ways, and then wash it presumably because it's the only outfit she had. Later in the show she's got these snazzy suits, and she's got a nice bracelet, and where did you get this?
4: You know, Ryan, I just had to cough in the middle of your sentence to make it less good. No problem.
0: I think I saw
3: some of those little green army men on one of those tables.
0: Fun fact this is the actual bassinet that was used in the first season episode in the opera house when they found the little baby. They just were like, Can I use it? Sure.
4: Hey Rod, did you just call me ma'am?
0: I got called ma'am today at work. Someone called and yes ma'am to me.
4: I love how Starbucks has access to the Raptor. It's just like, you know, it's just sitting out there with an open door. Everyone just goes in and sits in it. It's like a cell phone. <laughs> Look at that. They live in tents and have barrel fires. <laughs> Come on. Like, what, they always rip it apart for parts. I have a question. that would
0: be great if there was like four people sleeping in the Raptor? <laughs> like it was like the Motel 6.
4: <laughs> well, it, it's, it's probably the best. My first thought uh-huh.
0: was... But where is Lee Adama? He could be anywhere.
4: That's Lee Adama! He hasn't missed many meals. I was hoping that Lee would be, like, vice president or. Who is vice president? Is it Gaeta?
0: It's Zarek, but I'm not exactly sure how we got him in. <laughs>
4: Wait, that, it, no, he's going to kill Zarek when the Cylons take over.
0: No, Zarek, uh, Zarek got sworn in already. Zarek, uh, won't well, work for them. So, you know what I'm always afraid? Oh. Like, when you gain, like, your freshman 10 and whatever, like, every day you look in the mirror and you're just a little bit heavier, but you, you know what? You're not that much heavier than you were yesterday, and all of a sudden you look like Fat Lee, and you're like, oh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> your husband's dying. Carbs in space. Bummer, dude.
4: That's the one thing I never liked was Lee and D. I never liked that.
3: I didn't like the four seasons of who they want. They when Starbuck and Apollo.
4: The equivalent of shipping Snape Hermione is shipping Lee Roslin.
3: I don't know about that.
4: who ships Lee <laughs> Roslin. I have no idea, but I would.
0: In the beginning, it'd be kind of cute. Okay, can I just say this? <laughs> what is the stranger sign that you know humanity has come to an end? When D is your first officer, or in, or when Hoshi is your admiral.
4: Hoshi. <laughs> Uh-oh. No, when when Romo is your president.
0: He did look like he was blind with the dog in the, in the dark sunglasses. This is not a happy day.
4: That's just the end of the other world as we know it.
0: Atoma's, like, standing back like, crap. He's, that'd be great if he was
4: shaving. I love how Helo's... Is there only two people on this ship?
0: Helo's the exile. Yep. Well, it's the it's the right solution. We have to leave them behind. They could blow up the planet in ten minutes. I mean, they have no way of knowing. But it's so much being able to come back for them as it is. We need to hold on to some people, even if it's just ourselves.
4: Now, who are the who are the people that didn't go down to the planet that are working the stations behind them?
0: The people who hate Baltar, apparently.
4: <laughs> yeah. anti-Baltar society.
3: Here's what I want to know. Okay, apparently. Gaeta played the role of, like, communications guy for a while. And then he becomes whatever he did. And then now Hilo is doing the communications, and he becomes, from there, becomes XO for a while. And then Duala gets all these... And she just goes around, like, how...
0: That's the stepping it, it, stone. It, it's the, you have to be the receptionist before you can take over the
4: show. It's, it's the end of the world. Whoever is there gets the job. We proved great, that when Romo was president.
0: Great shot right now as he looks over to his chair. I'm
4: a
3: smart guy, though. Judgment. He's just kind of like an alcoholic attorney. Like old school.
0: <laughs> My favorite Ross, moment Russell's right sorry. here. Rosalind's like oh my god we're under attack quick hide in the tent and close and, the door
4: and we Maybe. saw we saw just a minute ago that there's a giant hole on the other side of the tent <laughs> <laughs> like go, go in and close I, every time I watch that I'm like what's the point this is
0: a bad vibe here I'm looking for Carithrae
4: I'm not a serial
0: rapist he looks like a serial he looks <laughs> like Hold person, on this guy. yes he does
4: Oh, that, this is my favorite shot right here. When you really get to see how much each character has just changed in this finale. Gaius. This
3: mirror on the raiders go overhead, I, I up those with, little fat man boomerang things.
4: What is with the light?
0: Look at everyone's high. He's sitting in what his chair the- and everyone's hiding behind him.
4: You know, what's with the light when the Cylons come in? It just looks like holy light.
0: <laughs> I love Doral in the front. He's got that little smile, like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> We're from Cylon. We're here to help. Now, I have like- to ask, where is the aide who is like, <gasps> an executive order to land on your Caprica? She's still smiling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, Baltar looks pregnant in that shot. He's, like, so far removed from the
4: desk. <laughs> He rolled backwards when he saw Six in horror. I
0: wonder what's going through his mind right now. Is it that I have to surrender the human race or is it that Six will tell them that I was in on some of this? I
4: I think it's probably just shit.
0: Well, he does the right thing. He surrenders. What else are you going to do?
3: Or maybe the next time we get on a new planet, we'll think about maybe getting defenses or something instead of just hanging out in tents and
0: <gasps> Well, it's, you can tell, too. It's just the complete failure of the government and the military not working together. They developed an orbital defense system that the entire <laughs>
4: area is, run away, <laughs> run away! <laughs> we don't have time to save anyone. Go! What I when don't get is, where like do they get all, all the... the If they can have all these big army trucks and tents and all these buildings, why can't they build, like, a freaking turret? Like, why not?
0: (laughs) They throw rocks at the incoming.
5: (laughs) We can win.
4: Uh, When I first watched it, I expected guys just to like, oh, crap, jump while we're on the planet in Colonial One. Well, the thing about this,
0: too, is the fans overwhelmingly hated this episode when it came out, and you saw where it was going, the year jump, you know, the the crazy mustache on Adama, and, you know, the the loss of the Rosalind presidency and everything. They thought it would completely screw the show over, and it was probably the best thing they ever did.
4: Oh, yeah. Every time I see this, I want to go bum, 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 bum. but it's, it's a Star Wars scene. Star Wars scene.
3: That guy behind him looked all pissed off. I'm like, what did you expect? to do you <laughs> want
0: to do, sign the executive order? <laughs> well, look at Ellen here. She's like, they look familiar. I think I built them. <laughs> Roslin's like I should, I should have stolen the election. I told you I should have stolen I told, the election. Told you so. I would not have signed that order.
5: Look Chief at all the multicolored Chief raincoats. Like, hmm. You
0: can tell there was one ship in the you know there was one ship during the attack on the colonies that was trying to transplant fifty thousand multicolored raincoats. Wait, to wait, colony. is Kara
4: still a captain?
0: <laughs> I think that was her rank when she left.
4: Well, they went, what do we do now, Captain? And I'm like, Is, can you call her Captain?
0: Yeah, she was a Captain before she left the military.
4: Okay, now she's the leader then. Okay. Fight,
0: Fight till we can.
4: Oh, well, I really enjoyed this, guys.
0: Yeah, and that concludes uh Lay Down Your Burdens Part 2, probably the most shocking change in Battlestar Galactica. And what was this followed by? This was followed by a ten-part webisode series which by the way prompted the writers strike from last season because there was some fight over who got the residuals from writing the damn thing and uh it shut down hollywood for a while and uh the show will never be the same again and honestly i don't think they ever really outdo this they have you know the shock of the starbuck return and the fake earth and 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 or the earth that we didn't think it was going to be and and they have a lot of surprises for the rest of the show but never do they shake the characters up as much as i think they did in that one that have a good night everybody
4: night bye (laughs) i just have to say that when you guys are talking about the booze ship i'm like Mm -hmm. the boob ship what in the world are they talking about (laughs)